going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 30? I think we're at 30. That would be a <laughs> good choice. Episode 30 of the House Hacks Podcast. I am your host, Steve Matthews. And I'm your co-host, Keith Hicks. And we have to- the third to- guy. Tomas? What's up, guys? How, How you Tomas? doing, man? Good. I was good. What's, what's been going on? Not a lot of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking guy. Yes. I almost forgot how to we're do slacking. one of these. We're slacking. I know. Uh, we're, we're slacking? Our guest. Who's slacking? Dear friend. <laughs> shut up. Dear friend of the show. <laughs> I've known him for a very long time. Junior Depositor. What's up, brother? Hi, guys. Glad to be here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks and, for having me. And you now are in possession of a House Hacks Podcast Special Edition sticker. I will frame this number, as soon as I get home. Number to 50. And there are only 50 in existence, folks. So I might have lost mine, so I might need another one. Uh, I will have to charge you for it now. Yours was number three. No, he didn't give me number three. I didn't? No, he, he couldn't number find three. number three. So you're like, here, just take this random one. That was like probably number 49 to 50. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but how have you been, man? What's going on? Hey, I've been really good. Yeah? I can't complain. You know what? The sky is beautiful. Days yeah. are great. Yeah. You know, Bowling as busy as it's ever been. I love I love seeing when I turn around. I'm at Parkway and you're just standing there. I'm like, what's up, man? Oh, you know, every time I step into a bowling center and see all my old friends, it's nothing but good times. Now, do you actually miss Miss Bowling League, or are you just perfectly happy subbing every now and then? Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm perfectly happy subbing right now. But you know, I have a lot of friends that are uh, very encouraging to have me bowl more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I bowled, I'd love to see you bowl more. I bowled a couple tournaments, you know, I, I don't practice. I'm really not that good or I'm not as good as I used to be. How about that? And that's from just not bowling. Mm-hmm. But um, you know what? My son wants to start bowling. So oh, that'd be cool. I think uh, it would be a good timing for me to get back in. That would be awesome. Yeah. And I, I know the perfect guy to drill your stuff. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I do know some people that can do that. So so you used to own or not own a pro shop, but you used to work a pro shop. You have I, all your stuff in your garage right. now. I used to own the pro shop. You, you did used to own I a pro shop. I used to own the pro shop. At, at Premier. Pre, when it was Brunswick, Brunswick okay. Premier Lanes. Yes, I used to. What made you go, hey, I want to get into ball drilling? Well, many years ago, I loved bowling. I did it five, six times a week. Oh, I didn't know you bowled that much. Yeah, I bowled a lot. And I was one of those Navy rats. So I hung out at the bases all the time, mm-hmm. 32nd Street. Any, do you guys remember NTC? Naval I do. Training Center? I do. See in the airlines? Yep. So I would hang out with the old pro shop guy in there on Saturdays. You know, Filipinos and commissaries, they go together. <laughs> they do. <So laughs> they do. I get dropped off at the bowling center, hang out with the pro shop Was this guy. when you were young? Yes. I oh, was okay. 12, 12 13. Off. Okay, okay. Yeah. 12, 13 years old, I was hanging out in the pro shop with uh, Jim Pettyjohn. Okay, yeah. So, you know, a lot of the old folks would remember Jim Petty John from way, way back. Mm-hmm. Your dad in the Navy? My dad was in the Navy. Okay, makes sense. Absolutely. Yep. He yep. was in the Navy, so I get dropped off there, hang out there every weekend. Oh, nice. Uh, I got to learn uh, how to drill balls and do the work for the guy. That way he didn't have to do it. Yeah. So from then on, when I was 12, 13, till now, uh, I've wanted to educate myself on what a bowling ball does, how it works, and yeah, the game of bowling in general. What was the very first ball you drilled? Who the very first ball I on drilled, your own on my own. 
it was a black U dot. Nice. <laughs> nice. And everybody had a black U dot. Everyone, right? everyone. That and the wine colored one. Yes. What's so, a U dot? Columbia what Columbia U dot. It's like a plastic ball? Urethane. Urethane. Oh, urethane. Yeah. Old school urethane. The old urethane, not yeah. that new stuff that everyone likes. Dull. Yeah. <laughs> or doesn't like. Depending see, on who you talk to. Okay, I threw my purple hammer yesterday. That was Friday. That's two days ago. I threw it yesterday. Oh, you went bold yesterday? Well, Sophie yesterday had, um, it was her last week of league. And so the coaches were able to bowl with the kids. Mm. So Sophie had a full team, but the team she went against had two blinds. So oh. I said, I'm going to beat your butt. I'm going to bowl with Hudson. <laughs> so I bowled with Hudson. And I threw the purple hammer. And before that, I only threw it like four times. Because I'm not going to throw it in league on a house shot. You know, just screw up me, screw up everybody. I think... That is a weird urethane. Urethane should not react like that. Well, it's different, right? I've been Doesn't it depend them. on how you have it drilled, though? No, I just have it drilled mm. pinup. It's just different than the old urethane. I've been watching a lot of stuff on it. it. I mean, They're it's, not like the old urethane that don't hook. Yeah, they hook. It's, it's far different yeah. than what I expected. They hook. Yeah. yeah. So if you guys have been following the USB-C stuff lately, yeah. they've actually outlawed mm-hmm. the older uh, ones. The 16 and the 17. Yeah. And they yeah. only allow them for two years now. So uh, yeah. if you're on PBA tour, you can only use the ball for two years. Then you have to get a new one. Mm-hmm. Then then it's which thank God out. they haven't done that to yeah. like USBC because it would kind of suck to like have to buy a new one every couple of years. But it was kind of bizarre because it's I was like, there. it's it's gonna get it's there. gonna get there. Yeah, it's kind of sad though for people that can't afford to buy one every two years. Yeah, yeah, right. they'll just have to make the balls cheaper. They're, well, I, I think when it comes down to it, they're gonna have to change <laughs> the formulation of the urethane itself. To go um, back to the kind of old school. To go back to what it was before. Here's the, old school right here. The, I think. Yeah. Wood. Oh, God, yeah. No, I don't know. I don't see them doing that. The Too many tour players absolutely love your thing. Well, yeah, because it hooks more. Well, yeah. they can control the pocket. They don't, like, overreact. Yeah. So that's why so many guys win with it. I mean, how many guys won with the Purple Hammer, like, last season? Uh, a lot. There's yeah. a bunch. But it was so or, weird. Or the Pitch Black, but that one's not as good. Yeah. But. But it was that so weird. Purple hammers are really crazy ball. I I I threw it like thirteen to like eight, seven, boom. And I was like, wow. They carry off. weird, huh? It kind of carries a little weird. I noticed that. Like I watch people bowl with it, and when they strike, the pin action's a little different than yeah. like a reactive ball. The way the reactive ball kind of speeds it up. It looks and like drives. a rock. Yeah. It looks like a rock hitting you know the how, pocket. Like, when you hit, really? when you throw a reactive like ball, yeah, and it and it kind of like <laughs> speeds up and it drives into the pocket. Mm-hmm. The urethane doesn't do that, so they carry weird. But like the, the pin action's funky. And so Prince Apato was with me, too, and he <clears> goes, throw it out to the twig. I go, okay. 13 out to about, like, two or three. That thing came screaming Storm back, and back. I go, and I'm thinking, no, urethane shouldn't be reacting like that. And the guy goes, this one does. And I went, okay. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy what balls can Are do. Are you going to throw it in nationals? I don't know. If I'm completely clueless, probably, but who knows? But back to your black colored, uh, your uh, U-dot. The black U-dot. Your black U-dot. Do you remember the, because um, like this kind of came out after it, the uh, Columbia U-2s? Yes, I do. Remember the black one and the pearl one? Mm-hmm. Oh, those sold a lot, too. Those, That whole Columbia U-whatever mm-hmm. came out, and it was like eye-opening for everybody. Yeah, because that was a strong urethane for back then for a yes, lot of people, too. Yes, My dad had the wine-colored you, Don. He loved that ball. Loved that ball. I mean, I, jeez. I even have people bringing old U dots back to me now. Really? They want to use it. Have yeah. you ever drilled a rubber ball? Yeah. 
Have you? Oh my gosh! Don't they clog up the drill bit? Yeah, and they smell bad. They smell bad. I I drilled one before too. If you talk to any pro shop guy, that's like the worst ball to ever drill Mm -hmm. because it makes the the whole room smell. Yeah, and they're hard to drill, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, it's bad. What was the first uh, reactive ball you drilled? Uh, of course, the Excalibur. Excalibur. So you've been drilling for that long since. The reactive came out. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. It's it's been a while. That ball kind of changed the whole thing. Oh yeah. It changed the whole atmosphere of bowling. The game was different after that. Yep. Completely. Because I remember watching a PBA telecast uh, a while back, just watching it, and Mark McDowell yes was throwing the Excalibur, and they made the comment, "Oh, this is the first new reactive ball that's coming out." Let's see how Mark Mark McDowell uses it. And it was a boom. I'm like, oh my yeah, the god! First ball you've ever seen go sideways. Yes, literally, yes. literally. It looked like it hit something on the lane and actually banked <laughs> off it. Yeah, and it went completely wow. sideways. And then after that was the black and the blue uh, Pro Hook Extremes. Pro Hooks Extremes. And that's when the Brunswick came in with the purples and the teal Rhino mm. Pros. Storm came out with the forest green uh, storm. Yeah. Firestorm. What was the something? first storm ball since you've been around so long? Do you remember? The first storm ball for me. Because they weren't around in the year thing. But days, see, right? I think the forest fire. The forest fire green. Well, was that came out after, after, the th- after the thunderstorm. Yeah. After the original thunderstorm. So thunderstorm is still was resin. Yes. I'd have to go back. You know what? I'll just I believe. Stat quick. guy. Stat I guy. Believe, I'll just do. I thought he might know because he drilled both. Huh? I be, no. I believe, and maybe if you can confirm the research, I believe it was a sunstorm. I remember that yellow skittle. It was a yeah. It was bright. It was yellow. a bright yellow skittle. It was crazy. Yeah. I think that was the first one, but don't quote me on it. I still want to lean towards. It was a green ball. It was a green kind of pearl. I thought. Yeah. I and, forgot what it was called, too, though. And the reason why I remember it being green was because I don't know if you guys know who uh, Baba Bella is. Oh, yeah. I remember Baba Bella. So Uncle Bob, he was one of the first guys on the West Coast to pick up a case of those. Wow. And he was drilling balls out of his garage. I used to party with his son, Rob, all the time. Oh, I used How's to, Rob doing? I used to bowl with Rob. He's oh, yeah. up in Temecula. Is he up in Temecula? Married with a kid and a puppy. Oh, man. I love that life. guy, dude. I love that guy. I wish he would come back to San Diego. I know. He's such a good dude. He, he's such a good And dude. he's a damn good bowler. He's a damn good bowler. You know, he, and he just did the family life. Yeah. that's. You know? I mean, that's you know what you want to do. Totally awesome. But uh, no, I, it's funny because I used to work with Rob yeah. at Bolero. Okay. When Bolero first opened. Yeah. So he would come in, drill balls, and hang out, and Rob and Bella, Bella, man. Oh, I love man. Rob. He's such a good dude. What you find over there, Tommy? Well, it, the first ever produced were in '91, so that was their first year. They they started the company in like '85. Uh, was it '85? Bill Crossman. Okay. Crossman. Yeah. Bill Crossman started still there. in '85. They didn't start making balls till '91. And by 92, the name was getting national attention. Let's see. That's not saying, telling me. But I think you're right, because I remember John All, he had, because he's a big storm guy when they first came out, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had that green pearl. It was like a green pearl something. Yeah. And I can't yeah. remember the name. I can't remember it either. And it was a really deep hunter green color. Mm-hmm. Super ball. Yeah. I mean, the name of the ball. They always wanted to get, you know. Who's better than the Joneses? The one case, the one case I, I, back then of Storm that I would have loved to got, and I was like maybe 19, was the uh, Bolt Pro. Not the regular Bolt, but it was the Bolt Pro. 
and it was a darker green than the regular bolt. Uh, see, I don't even I remember the bolt was being like a red one. I thought the gr- the bolt was like a, a, a greenish pearl, a light green, and then the uh, bolt oh. pro was a dark one. God, I love that. Bolt. So many balls. I you know. know. You know the one thing that I learned through the pro shop business. Um, throughout my years, because it's I'm all about uh, education. Mm-hmm. The very first name so the education part was Mark. so important to me when I when I did the pro shop. Yeah. You know, yeah. learn stuff so I could share it with August guys yep. like you, Keith, Tom, and, you know, make bowling better yeah. for you guys. Because lovers quarrel over here. But um, I, I'm I'm so glad yeah, I spent so much time with it so far. <laughs> Guy I'm watching a lover's this. quarrel right in front of me. I think that's awesome. I'm not kidding. He pulls up the same ball. fucking article I was just reading <laughs> and, and you, shows you it didn't to me. Read it and goes, "This is it." And there's a picture of a Marvel pearl on there, going, "That's the first one." Well, no, dumbass, it's not. It doesn't say the fucking ball. Let me do my shit, motherfucker. Get off your damn phone. Wow. You're not doing it right. I'm fucking reading the Wikipedia. Tom, Tom's a little upset, folks. Fuck, he he does this every time. <laughs> no, he I don't. Pulls up the, the shit. How many times have we been talking about something? None. And he'll be like, oh, hey, you guys, did you know that? I have never that pulled up boy? anything on you. Fucking, every fucking goddamn time. I don't want to hear about Tom anything. finally erupts oh. after the 20, after 30 episodes. So <laughs> I love it. This is the first time I've ever pulled up anything. He's full of shit. Don't believe him. First time. Flying sack of shit. I love it. Throwing shade, man. I love it. What if I pull? What if I look it up and I pull it up right now? Where's oh, my? Where's, where's my your phone? phone? Where's my phone? Um, I'm sure there's some. Tim's probably yelling in the computer. He probably is. It's the fucking blah blah blah. blah, blah, blah the blah, green blah, eruption. Blah. Whatever the green who's gonna, eruption. Who's gonna get the text? I don't know. Well, Tim, well, this isn't live. So. Tim's on his way to Let's Vegas, to I think, Masters. pretty soon for the Masters. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, he's gonna bowl the Masters. Yeah. Oh man, he should do good there. He should. I think. He should I think. Good I there. think he's going to be set. I really do. Um, he should be getting there around ten thirty, eleven o'clock. So. I think he'll do just fine. How? How? Tom, you all right, bud? Freaking bull dot com pissing me off. Well, Keith Hicks is pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do anything. Let me don't show okay. me the same damn article okay. that I'm currently reading. Let, I'm going to take a look here. I'm going to take a look at here. See if I can get something here. How much? Fucking put a so you you have it? your own drill press. I do. I'm gonna be nosy. How much did it cost? You know. Um, oh, yeah, I've been wanting one. When, when yeah. I got <laughs> when I got into the business uh, for myself, uh, I bought a package deal. Came with a press, a scale, a digital scale. Oh, that's the only way to go now. A ball spinner, and a bunch of other stuff to open the shop. Um, just tools, random uh-huh. tools that you need for measuring and stuff. The total package cost. 13. Wow. That's so cheap. Like 13 grand. Now wow. it would be like double that, huh? Yeah. It'd, probably, it'd probably be upwards of 20, 22. Wow. Yeah. Um, thank goodness for my father-in-law. He helped yeah. us start the business. That's and, cool. Um, you know, I did. we did so great. Man. Yeah. We did so great. Um, it, it was too bad I had to kind of leave mm-hmm. that. But I mean – the first uh, but you know what your 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 followers who always went to you you're always going to follow you still oh yeah you you know the pro shop business honestly is like it's family to be honest with you it is and and, you know i i tell my customers this all the time um it's like uh being like a barber hairdresser Mm -hmm. yeah you know you go to your barber and you like the way they cut your hair and you like that the vibe that you go in there to 
to to be with somebody. Oh yeah. Sometimes they mess up and you go change, because you know yeah. something happens or you didn't like the way it came out. You go to another place and then you like them for a while and then something else happens over there and then they come back mm-hmm. and it's just like a, a big circle. Yeah. You know, and you're still friends. I don't take it personal. Yeah. You know all the stuff that I share with people because I get stopped in the bowling alley all the time. Mm-hmm. They'll ask me questions. I'll give the information. And they don't even have to come to me to do yeah. stuff. You know, if anything, I encourage them to go to the other places and do great things with them yeah. and bowl good. But I'm all about education. Yeah. You know, um, one thing I learned when I was younger was going into pro shops when I was a kid. It's so intimidating. Yeah. You know, those guys that work into the pro shops, they can be real dicks. They can be. Man. Yeah. You know, you walk into a pro shop, you're a little kid, and you want to, like, test yeah. things and ask questions. You get guys like... Especially if you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You get the you get the pro shop guys like, oh, there's another kid. What What do you need? What's your question? You know... Do, I, you, do you remember Jeff Jolliffe? <clears throat> I do. He, okay. So him and Ken Thompson used to run the pro shop out of Valley. And they were... On, yes. That's when it was Bowler's Depot, and it was under Jim uh, Lewis. Jim Lewis. So Jolliffe was more there than Ken Thompson. I was always intimidated by Jeff Jolliffe because right? he had that big kind of like scruff, yeah. you know, rough, rough around the edges. But dude, when I, fr- when I first started going in there, because well, I, I was customer service at Valley, my dead time, I go walk into the pro shop and Why BS not? with the guys. And he goes, this is years later um, after um, – then he started to take over Bowler's Depot at the Hilton in Reno. Yes. Okay. Saw him up there one year. So we, we I didn't, my dad and I had no idea that he was there because we bowled a, a Bowler's Journal with there. And so we come walking in, we go to the pro shop, and you see Jeff Jolliffe go, oh my God, the Matthews boys are here. And I, I'll never forget this when we first started talking. He goes, you are so intimidated talking to me when you're like 12 or 13. Why? And I go, well, one, you're the owner of this pro shop. And two, you're just kind of scruff. And he goes, dude, if you would have asked me any question, I would have answered it to you. And he goes, you're a good kid. And I can still see you're a good kid now. Yeah, that's awesome. And I still don't know. I, I don't know what happened to him to this day. I heard he had some kind of health issues. Yeah, yeah. But I hope he's still around. He's a good dude. He's a good guy. All right, yeah. I, got, I got some. <gasps> Let's hear it. So hot off the press, kids. Right, so, don't, don't, obviously, don't. It's, like I said, it started in 85. With, they were making cleaner. You clean and you score. Okay. And then they got into making bowling balls. They made their first bowling ball in a KFC bucket, and it was a black urethane ball called the HSP, High Score Products. Huh. And the very first reactive ball was was the, um, eventually was the Teal Storm. Yes. That's what it was. That was their first ball. That's what it was. The Teal Storm. They mixed their first ball in a KFC bucket. That's pretty sick, How cool is that? That's pretty cool. To go from that to now they're like the king that's pretty stuff. cool. Because I remember, I remember it didn't have a specific name. Don't tell us. It right. was just the color. And HSP Storm. now it brings up you know, HSP. It was made in a KFC bucket. That's sweet. <laughs> Imagine what one of those are worth. If you could find one of those, an original uh, HSP. Yeah. yeah, that'd be kind of nuts. A couple val- grand. Pretty valuable. Probably more than that. Think so? I would think so. If it's you know nostalgic like that. Tim was yeah. telling me that that Belmo ball he's taking to get signed. He said he could sell it for like two grand. Yeah, or more. Yeah, that be- the original Belmo spare ball. Someone's yeah. got one? Tim. Shut up. Yeah. Tim has like a huge collection of those. Yeah, he loves he collecting loves those balls. Uh, spare balls. Dude, he still has like three or four of the original Hustles. 
Oh, shut up. You can't find the original Hustles anymore, man. No, yeah. you cannot. <clears throat> you you know what else would be a moneymaker if you could find it? Uh, and Storm made it also is uh, the basketball one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember the basketball. That was pretty you guys cool. ever seen one of those? Oh, the basketball spare ball. Oh, I don't yeah. know if I've ever seen one thrown, but I've seen one like in. Steve Smith used to have one. Yes. I remember it. I have the globe. Ooh, that's great. Yeah, it's kind of funky mm-hmm. looking. It the like Roto-Grip one. Yeah. It's the world inside. The golf ball was pretty cool, too. That was pretty that cool. That was pretty cool. People still use that golf one. The beer yeah, bottle one's pretty balls. cool, too. Yes. There's some cool ones. Yeah. The skull one that Ebonite made, that was kind of trippy. The, the rose from the movie, mm-hmm. not the ones you can buy, but like the long-stemmed one. Yes. That one's hard to find from Kingpin. Yeah. That one's pretty cool. Do, they, do you ever find any of those? They made them, but I don't think they made very many because huh. the only ones you ever see are the, the big rose, you know? Yeah. But not that long stem one. That'd it was just funny that that was like the ball they used, like some plastic ball for yeah. their like, you know. And then, and then Brunswick came out with those Visiballs. That the Visiballs. The Visiballs. I had one of those. They yeah. still have those. You know how those are made, right? Huh? It's it's just really a basic white ball. It's and they a just, sticker they put on it, And they it, just right? bake on the the exterior. Yeah. It's What's a picture. weird? I always wondered. You know how like Storm and all the other companies, except for one, engrave the name on there and then they put paint on it. Mm-hmm. But Motive doesn't. No, it's, it's somehow actually, in the resin. Yeah, yeah. it's in the resin. But it's, that's crazy. To but me, it, man. it's not paint. It doesn't wear off. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's part of the ball. Yeah, but they. It's like they're smart to not tell anyone how to do it because it's yeah. like their patent. And they're apparently getting better. I don't know. I've never thrown a motor ball. But. I, I still think it's crazy knowing that Mike Taylor shot 825 with a Disney Princess Visiball really? in, a re- in a regional. In a regional. Yeah. Why? They were burnt, and he called. was going right up five. Okay. Yeah. With a Disney Princess Visiball. Legendary, dude. Oh, that's pretty dude. cool. I watched, what, Belmo won a major using a plastic ball on mm-hmm. one of the, like, he, they were playing on two different patterns. Yeah. And he threw, like, a spare ball. Mm-hmm. On one of the lanes, I mean, I guess you, if you can make it work. Yeah. They used to have that plastic ball tournament, remember? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And they would sand the balls down yeah. to like five hundred. Yeah. I wish they would have kept. And doing all that. of them threw the same one. The same one, the but same they could one. sand it. Yeah. So they would sand it to like five hundred. Yeah. And they stopped doing it. I must not. Have, I don't know if a lot of the players like doing it or what. I bet they didn't. Probably not. Because there are too much divas out there. Well, they apparently to to get one of those to hook, you got to really rip the cover off. Oh of yeah. It, so it probably hurt their hand by the end of the week. Speaking of Mike Taylor. If Mike Taylor was able to stay healthy and the demons that he had, he would have been so good. That's true. I mean, he could oh, have man. done he could have done anything. Yeah, there's so many geez, so many good bowlers out of San Diego. Yeah. Mike Taylor was one of them. You guys remember uh, Gil Bolden? Oh god, Gil. Oh my gosh. Dude. He asked me to bowl open doubles with him one year. What? And I was all He asked you? I was already he doesn't ask nobody. I was already committed to Mike Cowles. And I said That'd be a cool league to bring back. Oh, it would be a great league. Open to doubles? Bring back. Oh yeah. It would be nice. Um, would it work? It would work on a house shot because the only reason why it fell apart is because Kearney wanted to goof off with the sport patterns and stuff like that. Yeah. I told Johnny You'd back have to then, do it late though, huh? It'd be like a nine o'clock league. Yeah. So yeah. people lost interest because why? Because then you'd have these pro bowlers come in like Devaney uh, who bowl on that stuff. And just dominate. Destroy and everybody. just destroy everybody. So but I told dominate. but I told Why did he bowl that? Because he knew what he could do. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a league, right? So that team that league <laughs> went money. from Was it good money? Yeah. Forty good money. 
40 teams with a wait list Mm -hmm. to the last time I subbed in it, it had eight. Oh, wow. Yeah. And what was the premise of the league? Was it, was it the one that had the draft or whatever? No, no, no. no. This was you oh. could bowl. It was me and Lyle one year. Oh, okay. You so can bowl whoever just anybody you wanted. Open doubles and no, no handicap. No, no scratch, scratch. Um, I told it'd be you hard. I think it'd be hard to fill a team now. Even well, that. I told Johnny even too back then. I go crossy because you went. It was six games. You went two move, two move, and it wasn't next door. You could have been on. 15 and 16, then gone down to 3 and 4. Oh, okay. And then yeah. 3 and 4, down to 37, 38. And I told Johnny, I go, dude, it was tough, even on a house shot, it's tough crossing pairs on a regular pattern because the topography of the center is so different. Oh, yeah, yeah. Always. And so he, I understand where he was coming from because he wanted to have people to be better on the sports stuff, and it, it just didn't pan out. It just didn't pan out. Did the same team win every year? Two or three, it was either Devaney and... I think it was whoever Devaney really was yeah. partnered with. Oh, yeah. really? Because oh, yeah. Mike would really dominate patterns. Was there any other pros that played up there? Jess Dayrick bowled a couple times. Jess? Mm-hmm. He's another guy. If he would have yeah. done some, yeah. some good things, man, yeah. he was good. Yeah, Jess was good. He was really good. But it, it, was, it was, God, I think it was Mike Devaney and, Z- and Zach Chelsea one year. And then it was not that it was, it was Bob and uh, Devaney one year, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, when when Gil asked me to bowl, I was kind of like, oh, oh, man. oh, I'm sorry, man, but I already you know. And he tried to convince me so hard to leave Mike. I, I can't do that. I can't do that. Once I'm committed, I'm committed. Because the reason why was Jerry Reset was bringing in Roland. Uh-huh. Roland just turned uh, adult. Adult. And so Gil was kind of like, oh, I don't want another lefty showing me up. Oh, he was a lefty. He was a lefty. Well, here's the funny thing about Gil, though. Gil? <laughs> he was a very hot-tempered man when he would a lot get— of bowlers are. Yes. He would throw the sh- bl- blue pearl shadow yeah. wherever he went. And he would adjust, and he, he was kind of like—he had his first knuckle in, right? I think he did. You know, oh, so I he want... had a lot of hooks. Yes, yeah, because yes. he kind of palmed it. Yes, yeah, the... yeah. Dude, he had the front eight one night, and I think he rings a seven pin. He takes off his shoe, and, and he just threw it at it. Chucks it at the pin. Did he hit he it? He threw it at it. I don't think he hit the pin, but it was close. And so everyone, just, someone had to walk. Everyone just get stopped. Mm-hmm. Just stopped. And I'm all, wow. Oh, and I still think I was born with Lyle at the time. Like, maybe I was either born with Lyle or oh Robert Bird. That's when I first started okay. bowling open doubles. So yeah, I'm kind of like up there. I see the shoe just go, bing, go. It's crazy. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Legendary stuff. I'm telling you, some of the like guys kick ball racks and stuff. But he he used to bowl Dennis Dimbalanta all the time. Yeah, him and so. Dennis were like tight, tight. Yeah, really close. Yeah, but to Who bring back shoe, I I. <laughs> To bring back open doubles, you would literally have to have it be a house shot. It would work yeah. any other way. You know, because most guys don't want to go bowl league night and bowl crappy. Yes. They really don't. You know, nobody wants to bowl crappy. Yeah, I know. I don't. I've been doing that a lot lately. You know, those, those PBA experience uh, patterns, they're no joke. Oh, we're having fun with that this really summer. No joke. I, we're bowling one this uh, summer. Yeah. yeah, It's tough. And they're not doing uh, challenge patterns. They're all, like, legit. Yeah, tough yeah. PBA pattern. Yeah. I think it would be cool because the Open Doubles was a summer league. 
I think that could possibly work in summer, but it'd only be like a nine o'clock league. If if it wasn't, it would have to be on a not very popular night and maybe start like at seven seven thirty. Yeah, I but, think it'd be better off at late because it's only two people. You could get true, there. but who's going to still want to bowl that late? Yeah, I mean they got a couple leagues that go that late and they do pretty well. And the other that thing you have to ask too is uh, who's going to bowl. That's true. You know the scratch you, population down here is quite slim. Dwindling. You would have to have Dwindling. you would have to have a sponsor for that to put in some extra cash. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's hard to do. Yeah. So. Who knows? Fun times. Yeah, but I would love to see open doubles come back. I really would. What was the one where you, uh, the best bowler would bowl with the worst bowler? Or... That was the draft. Draft. Yeah. So you had to pick the worst or the worst? The first... worst picked the best out of the, the They bunch. got their choice. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. The lower averages picked, you mm-hmm. know, is like higher in your seating, you know, whoever picked one. That would be fun, too. That would be cool, too. Uh, did you ever bowl that? I did not. Oh, okay. I did not. I thought Bala was talking about bringing that something like that to I guess it would Parkway. be a good way to meet new people unless you yeah. get paired with someone you hate. Yeah. Do you have like a chance to veto <laughs> that? I don't know. There's no. a couple would boys. you guys bowl together? Yeah, I would bowl Keith. <laughs> There's a couple guys I wouldn't want to He's my double partner. <laughs> <laughs> For nationals. Just, Can you believe it? We're so nice to each other. Just don't just don't argue about what store ball came out first. <laughs> The fucking article. Here he goes. Here we go. I <laughs> riled Tom up the again. The fucking article he shows me, he starts pointing at a ball on there. It's a Marvel Pearl. Oh, yeah, I, I know that ball. I'm like, that's not the first fucking ball they made. That's an ad for a fucking ball. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Get out of here with that noise. See what I got to put up with, man? Oh, my God. See what I got to put up with? I love it here. And, you're, and you were nervous coming on the show. I love it here. Man, I just come every episode. <laughs> That's what people say when they I come. Know. I know. They're like, they're like, they want to come back. And now the garage is clean, so I feel better This is about the cleanest that. it's ever been. It looks pretty good. Yeah, except for my pile of crap right there. That's it. That's the only pile. That usually is everywhere. So oh, really? It's not, yeah. yeah, it looks good in here. Home Depot and their he's black like, and yellow He's looking tubs. at it going, oh, this is good, huh? Yeah. I honestly, yeah, very I honestly feel bad. safer than I did the last time I was Yeah, there. I thought stuff was going to fall on us. As long as we have earthquake insurance, I oh, think yeah. we're good. Oh, yeah. I go through pops for that. So, what was your, since I can't pull up bull.com, what was your highest ever average for a season? My highest ever average was back in 86, 87, when lanes were tough. Yeah. And balls sucked. Where at? uh, Mm. Frontier Lanes. Frontier! Frontier Lanes. I've never been there. Wood Lanes, Plastic Falls. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah? I've heard nothing, but I've never heard one person say, fuck Frontier Lanes. My dad used to be night manager there. Yeah, that's cool. Um, So what was the average? My average was 209. 209. And that was your high? That's my high. Like ever? And on those tough lanes, huh? These days, so that's you were, probably like Were you one of the guys that just didn't care for reactive? Like, it didn't roll good for your shot? Um, well, you know, back in the 80s, I don't... When did when did the first reactives come like out? Like, 90, 90s. 91? Yeah, so, so, you're, so was, you're throwing urethane. I was throwing you didn't a, like the urethane because you were throwing, like, yellow dots, probably? I was throwing the... <laughs> uh, I, w- I want to say the Black Rhino. Black Rhino. Oh, okay. Black I'm sure you had a bunch of yellow dots, too, right? No, 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 no. No, no really? Because really? those were mid-80s balls, too. They were. I've never, I can honestly tell you, I've only bought one ball in my whole career of bowling. Really? With my own money, I bought a ball. What ball was that? It was the black one, the black rhino. Oh, really? Okay. From was, then, that a, was that a urethane ball? Yeah, it was a urethane. Okay. From 87 mm-hmm. till now, I've never Do bought you still a ball. Have it? 
No. Mark, I wish. Mark Roth was famous for throwing that ball. I wish. I thought he was famous for the yellow dot. Oh, well, no. he, when he went to Brunswick, that's all he that's threw all he was threw. that black rhino. Oh, but – so in the old days, they didn't have staff, though, right? Everyone just threw whatever. And there was really like two, three balls. Everyone wore their Lamode shirts. Yeah, right? <laughs> Shoot, Alvin, remember when we watched his old thing? He was wearing yep. bell bottoms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lamodes and mullets. And mullets. Mullets. Yeah. yeah. Mark McDowell. Mark McDowell. Yeah. Famous for the yeah. mullet. Now, see, I remember, like, my dad had, I'm trying to figure out the earth because he had his two ball angle bag. Oh, so he probably, the had shoulder. The, he probably had the black angles. It, I don't think he angle. had the angle. I think he had the wine color U-dot. And God, I can't remember what other one he had. But he had two balls. Black Knight? Ooh, it might have been the Black Knight. And everyone wore lens, right? Everyone yes. wore lens. Everyone, everyone lens. wore lens. All the old guys, some of the old guys still wear lens. The silver <laughs> tips, the silver black and ones, yeah. those were the but best you know, ones. Lins last that long. They do. They, they really. I heard they did. Yeah, but the, the they don't make them like that anymore. No. And the cool thing about lins, I don't know if you guys knew this or not, if something goes wrong with your lins, like now, you could send them back to lins. They'll send you a new pair or fix them for you. Oh, that's cool. That's good. Really cool. Is lins even still around? They're part of Dexter now. Are they? Yeah. Okay. I just got, I switched from Dexter to 3G and I couldn't be happier. Oh, They're do like you? The most comfortable shoes. They're made out of like kangaroo. That soft leather. Really? Soft that leather. Oh. oh man! Remember the tournament we went to, and I was like falling. I had those. New oh, Dexters. the no taps. Yeah, the no tap. Yeah. I threw. I played three games, four <laughs> games in those. I never wore them. I still have them. They're brand new. They got four games on them. I bought Keith, who we're gonna have on. Yeah. One of these days, told me get the three Gs. You'll. I promise you, you'll love them. Yeah. And I got them, and I was like, "Wow, these are the best shoes." I mean, and they're super interchangeable, more yeah. than more than the Dexter. More than the Dexter. And they, now you buy a pair of Dexters, you get one slide and one heel. Where and you it used have to, to be like eight and yeah. comes with a whole yeah, set. But, but that's how three G is. It comes with three heels and like a whole bunch of different um, slides, and then they have little dots in them, and you can switch them out for more or less mm-hmm. traction. They're pretty interesting. Cool. And I tell you what, dude, they're the most comfortable bowling shoes I've ever had. So. Huh. It's like walking on clouds. Yeah, they're pretty nice. They're really, really nice. Do you have a pair? I do not. Oh. I still have my original Dexters from back in. My Dexters kind of wore out. out. The SSTs the, I had wore out. The gold and the brown alligator skin ones? Yeah. I remember those. Those are cool. Those are cool. I used to have a couple pairs of those. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's cool stuff. So you, what, out of all the balls that you've drilled, what's the one ball you think you drilled the most? Uh, is a storm ball. I've probably drilled, man, I can't even come up with a number, honestly. Virtual gravity. Really? No, virtual. Yeah. Virtual, yeah, virtual gravity. gravity. That okay. ball was the orange, very, blue. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. was like the most popular ball for a long time. That yeah. was like. People wish they never stopped making that one. Yeah. That yeah. was like Insta hook, hook in a box. Yeah. yeah. Even for those Rev Challenge guys. See, I thought you would have said the high road. It's or on the, the top five. Or the yeah. IQ tour. Also on the top five. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just because they still make That them. ball's a great ball, too. You know what's funny? Is never, I've never owned one, and everyone's like, you should get one, and I just always end up buying something different, but I know it's a great ball, or oh, they yeah. wouldn't be making it for this long oh, if yeah. it wasn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't Belmo throwing one on the TV recently? He was. Yeah. He was. I think two weeks ago. Yeah. That's a damn good ball. Have too. you ever had one? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Tim gave me one. Never had one. Yeah. That's a great ball. I know ball. he has one. Yep. I do? Yeah. You've been pretty quiet over there, Keith. And it's still sitting in my office on oh. the floor. <laughs> He's still stunned. That good. I just don't want to carry that many bowling balls around with me. Yeah. I mean, four is enough. Yeah. 
mean, I'm looking forward to seeing Joe Po throw his purple hammer. That'd be interesting. I, Joe Po got one. Joe Po got yeah. one too. You guys oh. are gonna throw your thing, huh? I I don't. It's in the bag just in case. I don't plan on ever coming out like on a Monday night. Yeah, I'm gonna throw your thing. Here we <laughs> go. Wait to bowl against Tom's team. Shit. I wouldn't really care. I mean, it's not gonna ruin them any more than they're already. But weird. why? Yeah. Why? You're I don't th- think you need it. There's a couple you guys that it, do throw urethane that I feel like they probably don't need to, but I won't mention names, but yeah, there's a couple guys that throw urethane and they like it, so I don't know. Why don't you mention names? That's always fun. It's, an open, it's an open before. forum, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. It's an open forum. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a few guys that do. It doesn't really bother me. Yeah. I don't notice the the big impact. The biggest uh, urethane guy. Johnny Long. Johnny Long. <laughs> he loves that urethane. He, he throws urethane. But he's been throwing more resin lately than anything. I know. I don't that. know what. It's like some kind of green white pearl. I don't know what it is. For I don't the know, like a, a motive. I don't well, know. the motive is a urethane, isn't it? No. 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 It's, it's like, like a greenish green... white pearl. It's, no, that's not urethane. That solid green ball he has. No, 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 no. That's a green white pearl thing. No, but he has a solid green one too. Mm, I've never that, seen that. I think it's green, but it's got white in it. Oh, I see him I, throw it on the. Regular. I just assumed I don't that know what was it is. a. It is a motive ball, though. Yeah, it is a motive. ball. I do want to try motive. They've got like two or three balls out right now that I would like to try. I might buy one in Vegas. Pawanda told me a lot of their stuff is similar roly to Storm. Yeah, aren't they like owned by Storm now? No, no. they're under uh, Brunswick. Brunswick. Are they really? They are under Brunswick. Damn, they own everybody. They own. They're everybody. the conglomerate. They yeah, it's like a monopoly. Yeah. Yeah. They do. But yet they don't – I mean, they went on TV a little bit. But I think Storm still beats them on TV for the majority. Well, I mean, Storm owns 900 Global and Roto. Yeah, but I'm just saying so, yeah. that's only three compared to, like, nine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you never see really anything from Ebonite right now. No, or uh, Columbia win. Yeah. You, you know um, – Columbia only makes, like, three bowling balls right now. Yeah. And you know, Ebonite, what do they have? That I mean, they have the GB4. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah, and if you watch like their guy, right, Tommy Jones, yeah. what does he throw? He throws a white widow. Yeah, I see that on every time yeah. he's on TV. Or a purple that, hammer. Or yeah, purple he's hammer. throwing yeah. the purple hammer or that white widow. Yep, yep, yep. yep well, yep, Columbia yep. already came out with that uh, that speed. Ball. Oh, my dad got it. Yeah, he does throws he, it tomorrow does night. Does he like it? He's gonna throw it for the first I time tomorrow night. I watched a guy do he's a review like it. on it. Yeah. he did. He's a, gonna like that ball. The guy that just won that PB Don Barrett, Kevin Williams. I thought Don Barrett won the U.S. Open with it too, he did. didn't he? Well, yeah, Kevin won with it too. Okay, Kevin, no, Kevin won with a purple hammer. But is it purple? Yeah, he won with oh, a purple. That's all he throws. Huh. He even uh, he makes jokes about it on his like vlogs. He's like, I bring other balls, but the purple hammer is the only that's one coming it, man. out. That's it. That's like he's a two-handed lefty. They throw purple hammers. Yeah, but he he did like a little video review of the speed, and he did like the seven arrow challenge yeah. with it. So. I'm a big I'm a big but fan. He rips of, the cover off. Oh yeah. Also. And see, I'm a big fan of uh, Kevin Sterner too. Jason Sterner. I'm sorry, Jason. Jason I really Sterner. wanted him to win a major. I, did I felt too. so bad because he's been playing great. And it's because because a lot of the shit he throws, I still I have like, oh, he's throwing the the Quantum Evo. Oh yeah, yeah. He's just you know. He's, I got that Quantum Evo. I, I haven't been able to make it work yet. I have the pearl though. You have the solid. I do. Yeah. You'll make it work, man. T- t- I'm taking it to me. nationals. Believe me, you, you, and I have my ball. I'm bringing my ball spinner. Oh, that's cool. So if we, you can just come up to the room and we need to change something, we can you change a, it. You bring a roadside ball spinner, dude. It's in a, it's like in a Walmart tub. Well, I'm gonna go to Tim's before. I'm bringing it. That's awesome. Before now, I hook up the boys, dude. And I'm just gonna tune everything up to where I want it. Mm-hmm. But if I like the way it rolls, then I'll bring it to your room. Yeah, if we need to change something, redo, you're like yeah. Steve. I don't want this at 500. This needs to be like 1500. 
I got I got everything. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah, because yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna tune it all up before I go. I really only put surface on like two or three of my balls. Yeah. The rest I play with like factory polish because yeah. I, I have a bunch of pearl. Yeah, Man, it makes me want to go watch you guys. Come you on, should up. be fun. Come on, and we're blowing the um, we're blowing the Bowlers Journal Friday night. Friday at night 10 at ten o'clock. That'll be freaking. That'll be shit great. Show. We're gonna be hung the fuck <laughs> over on Saturday. Good thing we bowl at noon. Because who was no? Telling... We bowl at two. Oh, at two. That's even we bowl better. At two. But Lana was telling me that they're bowling doubles and singles at seven a.m. and I'm like, fuck, I'm so that. glad we're not doing that. Seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and I'm all, wow. so I guess you're not going out Saturday. And she's all, no, definitely no. not, dude. You should totally come up. Well, you, you know, honestly, I, I do road trips for are some you, of the uncles. Are you on uh, good terms with the wife right now? Uh, well, you gotta we're sp- gotta we're ask. Sp- her? We're split apart, so. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Well, but, then you don't gotta ask. Uh, yeah, I don't gotta ask. <laughs> no, I I go on road trips all the time for customers. Yeah. You know, like the uncles over at the base. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they want Steve me to. Steve will let you crawl into his room. Oh yeah, dude, he can have my oh. bed. I'll just take. Well, that won't happen. That can't happen, unfortunately. But oh. we could both sleep on the floor. Well, <laughs> together. Wow. <laughs> you could you could spoon with Lyle. Keith always has to make it weird. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're leaving. We're leaving Friday morning. You can room with Keith and his wife. Yeah. We're leaving Friday <laughs> morning, April eighth, and then we're coming back on Monday. Oh, I'll be out of country. I'm taking my parents back to the Philippines on the sixth. That's a baller hey, statement. That, that's I'll a baller statement right there. Yeah, sorry, I wish I could. sorry guys. I will be in the in the United States, flying on my private jet back to the Philippines <laughs> with the folks. No, you know I wish I could go because I get requests for people to come up and watch them bowl all the yeah. time. I go to bowling centers in town. Mm-hmm. I go to, if I need to go on a road trip to Vegas. Darn it, I'll go to Vegas. We bowl uh, state at Forest in the middle of May. Could do that too. So when are you uh, gonna join your next league? Coming out of retirement? Come on, I, Junior. That's what it sounds like. I know. Probably, <laughs> all this bowling talk, he's like itching. I know. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll probably do a summer league. I was ready to quit bowling until I came on the podcast, and now I'm bowling like two leagues. I'm going to really? do three next yeah. year. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I mean, so the, the podcast was your tipping point. It just like reinvigorated it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I do still love bowling. Yeah. Bowling. Just in, I so just love quit. bowling. Yeah. <laughs> I like going to the bowling centers. It's I like fun. talking to you guys. Being mm-hmm. in a bowling alley, and especially if you go there a lot, when everyone says hi to you it just it's like a family there yeah, it yeah is. you know it is like i said i don't bowl and it's weird because it, i i have like two sides of it right if i go into a bowling center and people know i'm in there i'll get stopped oh yeah i will not get out of the center for at least an hour hour that's and a, a half fun because thing. everyone knows you everyone it it's kind of scary if you really think about it because i i'm not one to like I don't look for the attention, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I just go in there, I'll come talk to you, say, hey, what's going on? Yep. I'll watch you bowl for all. Hey, Steve, hey. You know, because I study ball motion for how many years? It was fu- oh, it is funny. Uh, do you have the blue melee on you? And I go, yeah. And he goes, I suggest you go to that. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's where, like you say, you may do something to your ball or you throw it now, like you have the solid Evo. Yeah, but I haven't found a use for it on a house shot yet. So, but I maybe haven't put the right surface on it. So, so I don't for know me, yet. my eyes have been accustomed to watching people bowl. Yeah. If I were to go watch you bowl, like right now, and you throw the Evo and you say, see, look, it's doing this here. I could tell you how to fix that ball motion like that. Cool. With ball surface, mm-hmm. uh, prep, whatever we need to do to make that ball stand up in the right place for you. I, I've 
learned so much through the years that I can share it with you guys and say, hey, this is what we need to do, and this is what it's going to look like. Nice. You know, we could do that that's with layouts. A, that's the thing I struggle with, like, watching what the ball's doing. Like, Tim will be like, so what did your ball do? And I'll be like, I don't know. It didn't strike. he's like yeah but why didn't it and i'm like i don't know i don't i just get like so frustrated and i know that it's like you have to know not only yeah it hit the pocket but did it hook early did it hook right did it go long did it did it hook up early did it go flat like i don't you know the stuff that i should pay attention to a lot of times i don't and see i had trying to learn that though it's hard and see i had the issue too and then principato was was helping me a lot because like I said, I, I knew some surfaces. Uh-huh. I knew some pin up, pin down, stuff like that. But at the same time, I threw everything under the sun. Right. I had Storm, I had Roto, I had you know one Ebonite ball, whatever. I didn't really know what it did. And then I started to throw the Brunswick stuff. And it's like, <clears throat> I know exactly what every single ball I have now is doing or going to do. Right. <clears throat> and I threw the, the blue melee. I had that at pin up and it was just, it was too continuous. And then Mike goes, so what bar are you going to switch to now? My red melee. And he goes, yep. Because it's pinned down and it sets mm-hmm. and it's still shiny. So it's like it's nice to finally know what my equipment's supposed to do and I know what it's going to do. You, you know what's crazy about the pro shop business? I mean, <clears throat> ball motion is one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Everybody looks at the, how their ball rolls down the lane. But there's also the part where the ball fits in your hand yes. and releases mm-hmm. and how you actually release the ball. Your tilt, your taps, all that stuff gets incorporated into a, a Did round you ever board. get into like the dual angle drillings or anything That's like all, that? I, Is that the newer stuff? Whatever drilling part you want to talk about, I got it. Yeah. So explain to me what the dual angle is. So the dual angle is a, is a uh, layout system through uh, Mo Pinnell. I've been a student of Mo Pinnell for... Let's and see. and Principato loves Mo too. Mo Pin- I mean yeah. that guy was revolutionary. If you look up Mo Pinnell on the on the web, mm-hmm. you know what he's done. You guys remember uh, the sumos? Yes. You guys remember the hammer three Ds? Yes. You guys. Well, they just came out the new three D. Yes. So the, he originally helped design that uh, that hammer three D. Mm-hmm. He was one of the revolutionary guys to actually do shapes of cores and how, what they can so do to balls. So he designs the dual angle drilling. He came up with the dual angle drilling. So I hear a lot of people say like four by four and a half by forty five. What does that mean? So it would be like four by forty five by four. So the the first number is the pin to the the distance from the pin to the pap. Okay. Your positive okay. axis point. The four and a half, or I'm sorry, the forty five would be the degree angle that's produced. Man, it's hard to do it on like. Without, do you need a piece of paper? Right? <laughs> no, but it's hard to do it on the radio to kind of yeah. picture as a, as a 3D, 3D dimensional oh, yeah. thing. It's okay, though. So there's, a, there's a, a line that's drawn from the pin through the CG to the PSA, mm-hmm. preferred access point. Mass bias. Mass bias, yeah. There's an imaginary one on symmetric balls, but it's marked on asymmetric balls. Okay. So I'd have to show you on two different pieces. But you draw a line there. There's a reference line. It's 45 degrees that you draw, and it's perpendicular, or 45 degrees from there. Measure that distance, and then you drill the other 40, uh, 45 the other direction. So it would be 45. I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. It's 45. You'll be a degrees, pin distance, and degrees again. So as you add up the two numbers, mm-hmm. if I kept it real simple, if you add up the numbers, the 45 and the 45 is 90 
If you were to take those two numbers, add it together, it's less than 90, the ball becomes sharper. Mm, if you okay. go above 90, so 45 by 55, 4 by 55 or uh -huh. 60, it becomes smoother. Gotcha. Okay. So then you can, and then that pin to pap distance, if you increase it, it creates length. If you shorten it, it decreases length. So it'll roll earlier. It'll roll earlier, ah, sooner. Okay. So what's the di main difference between like a dual angle newer style drilling compared to like your old traditional drillings? Back in the old days, there were no cores per se. No, but even like before the dual angle drilling came out, there was cores, right? There were cores, but most of them were either light bulb shaped, and they didn't know about what you could do to the cores oh, okay. to, to tilt them. And pancake too, right? And they were pancake. But a lot yeah. of guys still drill the old old ways right or no not too many uh not too many okay They'll, you know you could you could use old school techniques on newer stuff if it was symmetric on a symmetric ball. on a symmetric yeah. ball okay so like a purple hammer okay or balls without mass biases you can use those old school concepts yeah like because back in the like old days phase two or something back in the <laughs> old days you would tell your pro shop guy hey i want the ball to go long and hook in the back so what they did was kick the pin out kick the pin out up here in your upper ring quadrant which is like 90 percent of my stuff is drilled like right that. <laughs> so it'd be like if you draw a clock right if you drew a clock it'd be in the 130 position gotcha okay okay long and strong is 130 if you wanted smooth it'd be at three o'clock if you want a little sooner it'd be at 4 30. okay okay that makes sense yeah, so that's it does. Like old that's old school old yeah. school you could use those techniques still yeah and the ball would roll perfectly fine oh so i mean is it like a little do sometimes people put a little too much into that? Um, Technology is great for bowling equipment. Yeah. Look at the averages. Yeah. From when it was 30 years ago to today. Back 30 years ago when I averaged 209, you only had two cores. It was a light bulb core and a pancake. You can only do so much you to it. You can only do so much to the ball. Right. Nowadays, man, different, uh, different shape cores, different size cores. Yeah, different cover stocks. Different cover. Uh, Roto-Grip just came out with a ball that has an 8-pound core. What? Yeah, the gem has the gem. an 8-pound core. Holy it's crap. It's the gem. Yeah, Round in the size of a cannonball? super heavy rolling, mm -hmm. and it like it's like made for like extremely heavy uh, oil. Dang. It's a cool-looking ball. And it is know, a cool-looking ball. And you know, it really, that's the pro shop's guy. The, that's really the pro shop guy's job is yeah. to know all this information. Mm -hmm. That way I can tell you, hey, this is what this ball is going to do. This is the characteristic that is built into the ball. Now, if you don't want that look, then we go look somewhere else. Yeah. Because, you know, you, you always have these people that think that if you buy the most expensive ball, you'll be, you'll be the best bowler. Yeah. yeah. And that's not, rare. That's not necessarily yeah. The hustle true. proved that <laughs> wrong with a lot of people. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, your Melee is yeah. retail for like 150 bucks. Uh-huh. Solid ball. You use that everywhere. Love that ball. You got guys that spend it sucks they 200, stop making it. 275 <laughs> I think I'd find it somewhere, though. They're on sale at the, on one of the websites. 115 bucks. Ooh, daddy. Blue. Yes. You know, you got guys that spend $280, $300 for a ball. Yeah. And they can't throw it. Because they don't know how to use it per se. Wrong I notice layouts. a lot of those balls too. They're really not made for house shots. Um, it can be, but you'd have to just drill it that way. You'd have to set it up drilling wise, change, layouts, and change the surface. Change surfaces, layouts. You have to build that characteristic into the ball so that you get that look. Yeah. You know, if you don't tell the pro shop guy, hey, this is what I want, a pro shop guy is really not going to know, and he's just going to put holes in it. Yeah. You know, because. 
And that's why you have to communicate to your pro shop guy. And that's, like, like I was saying yeah. before, that's what I wanted to do when I opened my shop, you know, where you guys could come in, kids could come in, and we could talk for hours, you know, because that long-term customer is going to be there because now yeah. he knows everything he needs to know, what he's looking for. And I put in the ball, and guess what? It does exactly what he wants. Yep. Love it. Yeah. What's so, the hardest thing about drilling? Is it measuring someone's hand? The hardest part about drilling is finding a person's positive access point. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is because cores are so different and covers are so different. They do not end up in the same place all the time. Right. They change. Mm -hmm. Because strength of cores, strength of cover changes it. Uh, Plus, could if be, your release isn't perfect. Yeah. be that, too. There's so many different variables, to, and that's probably the hardest part because I could take two of Steve's balls, I could take two of your balls, and I would – that sounds kind of funny. That sounds kind of kinky, actually. I could take two pieces of equipment from Steve <laughs> that roll down the lane, and I could, I could put a tool on it to find out the positive axis point on one, and then if I did it on the other one, they might not be the same. Because you throw the ball yeah. different. Because you throw that ball differently – or the core does something different to the ball. It's technology is, it's great. They're like but always upgrading it. It seems like yeah. there's a new ball oh, every yes. week. And body and there bodies is. bodies change too over time because now I found out my span is an eighth shorter than what right. it used to be. And so now you have to adjust pitches. Yeah, because when I went to Teddy, uh, this last time, because my thumb the way I was holding it, there was some pressure right here on mm -hmm. my thumb and it was hurting like a mofo. And I told Teddy about it and he goes, "Yeah, put it here." And I was like, "Yeah, you're about an eighth." You know, shorter yeah. now. So mm -hmm. my pitch black, it feels great. Um, I don't have the thumb pain really anymore. Um, so, yeah, it, it feels pretty damn good. Well, the older you get, your your grip strength will get weaker. Yeah. So eventually people have to kick, maybe yeah, relax. As we get older, yeah. Yeah. you know, grip pressures change. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it just comes with being old. Yeah. I'm just stoked with all this new equipment my old man has. I can't believe how much new stuff he's got. And you know what helps? Yeah. What's he, what's really he likes the most? So he loves far. the power torque the most. Yeah, that's a cool ball. That's yeah. the one he shot 300 with. Right? Yes. Yeah. He shot 300 with it already? Yeah, dude. Dang. Yeah. Put it at 1,000 and watch him go. I remember when the original power dork I came out. That. Or torque. We power called it the power torque. dork. We called it the power dork. <laughs> we called it power <laughs> dork back in the day. It was a dark green. It was really oh, dark. Yeah. That was a really skid flippy ball. Yeah. I mean, that one, you know, I was telling you this. Excalibur went sideways. Yep. That one went sideways. See this new this new See? power torque now looks like a teal Rhino Pro. Mm -hmm. Your dad's <laughs> just a Columbia guy, huh? He loves those things. Well, he has a, a Widow Ghost. Oh, okay. He's got the Widow That's Ghost. That's a cool ball. Yeah, and uh, now he's got the speed, so I think he should be set. He'll like that speed quite a bit. Yeah, I was talking to Mike about the Defender. The that brothers, just came out, and he just said came out this week. he he said it, it'd be too much ball for me. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, yes. he goes. I'm not even ordering one for myself. I'm not gonna definitely. Uh, I'm not gonna. How do you like the convince you to buy one? I love the knockout. That I whole, love it. That whole series is tense. Yeah. Oh, is that the one you've had like front eight three weeks in a row with? Yes. Well, two weeks ago was the red melee. Friday Black. was the red melee, wasn't it? No, that was the blue one. Three weeks in a row, I had front eight with either the red melee or the blue melee. It's that whole series, the yeah. melee series. The knockout's part of it as well. Yeah. Oh, it okay. really is. Yeah. So that's why Tim he got can... one. I think he shot something high with it, 800 with it. Oh, my God. The blue one? The knockout. Yeah, didn't he have an honor score with it? Mm. I, had a, I had an honor score with the red one. The only honor scores I've had is with the red one. And I've had two 300s with that, but no, I haven't shot. 
800 or anything a long time. You probably don't even bring anything else out. Uh, it's either I bring out the blue melee. That's the benchmark for me right now. Mm-hmm. And if I have to, if it labors a little bit, Just then I'll the go. One. Then I'll go the red. If that labors a little bit, I'll go to my pearl Evo pin down. Evo, and I have that at fifteen hundred. So when do you go to the knockout? I go to the knockout when I can move left and blend it out a little bit. Oh, okay. Probably yeah. for fresh. Yeah. <clears throat> fresh yep. look. Yep. Yeah. I mean so, that, that's I, like I said. Oh, I yeah. love watching people bowl. I've seen so many people bowl in my career. I love watching people bowl and then ask them questions and give them hints and tips on what to do to make that ball work. That's why when you said, I don't like it yet, mm-hmm. there's so many different things oh, you I can know. do that like, ball to make it like. I'm sure. Yeah. I just haven't found the right like combination for it. Like I said, I'm going to take it to Nationals, see how it rolls. If I like it, I'll throw it. You know, He's going to bowl the roller journal. Nice. Convinced yeah. him to bowl the BJ. That's good. wasn't going to, but yeah. yeah. It's Everyone's only 40 bucks. It. Oh, I thought you said it was eighty. No, it's forty. It, it's forty before like all the side action you want to do because then you're going to want bold doubles with people. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if they have any like pots or anything like that. I think it's just doubles, I think really. It's just doubles. Yeah. Oh, cool then. Because you can bowl with like say like in your squad we have seven of us. You can bowl six doubles with someone and it's all the same squad. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so. you can do singles and doubles. Yep. Yeah. There's no team though, right? No. Okay. No. Nope. So speaking of questions. Yeah. We have. Our podcast questions that we'd like to ask people. I've heard those before. Yes. I don't remember them off the top of my head. So you are going to be the next person receiving these questions. Cool. All right. Feel special. Question 1A, Junior. What is your favorite ball of all time and why? My favorite ball, and I'm sure it's a lot of people's favorite as well, is the Purple Rhino Pro. Loved that ball. That was the second ball probably I owned. I didn't buy it, remember? Mm-hmm. I didn't buy it. But that that ball um, changed for a lot of changed a lot of people's games. Yeah, it made me look pretty decent. <laughs> for <laughs> made real, me look pretty it, decent. It made me look like I could throw the ball and make it hook. You know, I had two of them. I had one shiny, one doll. Really? Yeah. So you're, yeah. You must have been rich. Well, cause... no. What was funny was I had my own purple, and then the teals came out. Right. So then dad gave me his old purple. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that purple Rhino Pro, yeah. I wish I still had one. Yeah, that ball was. Because that ball was awesome. So good. Uh, good. Question 1B. What is your least favorite ball of all time and oh, why? God. You know, if there was any uh, ball out there that was a complete boat anchor. <laughs> a boat anchor? <laughs> it, it would have to be the Ebonite Omega. Thank you. Thank you. I had oh. Okay, okay, I had the Omega Omega R. That deep Why? blue sea looking one. Why? It was the most expensive spare ball I ever bought in my life. I, it's, I'm I, I'm telling you, it's a boat anchor. Now see, Tom, this Omega, how they how they had like their drill specifications, mm-hmm. it was like the pin and then you had like little tangents uh, kind of going off. It was off. a letter system. It was a letter system that went around this pin. And it was like you drilled it here for this. Mm-hmm. You go like A and F for this. Mm-hmm. B and Q for the it was complicated as yeah. shit. It was it was crazy. It had a mass bias marked. Mm-hmm. Um it was never in the right spot. 
So they were just trying to get people to like experiment with drilling it. I don't know. Whatever they thought of was completely wrong. Because Look it up, Tom. Yeah, Look at it. Ebonite Omega. Omega. Ebonite Omega. I'll check it out. They made the Omega. They made the Omega R. I think they made the Omega Dry. Omega Lion. They made the Omega Lion. And it was a green. It was a deep forest green looking uh, one. Yeah, that was. I, I shot one good game out of the box. I was like, oh man, this is the best ball ever. I shot 277 with that ball. Ever since then, 140. 140. Was it the blue one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a light blue sky. Omega blue. Trash. Yeah. Omega yeah. boat anchor. Yeah. yeah. Drill a hole, put a yeah. chain on it. It's perfect. It's brutal. Yeah, that was the worst ball ever made, I believe. Uh, yeah. Um, and I don't say that about many balls because I've seen a lot well, of balls. But you got to say the excess, too. You know, I, I could tell you this. Uh, in my experience, oh, I yeah. have had really bad luck with white oh, yeah. colored balls. Uh, the XS, the 400A. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say the Omega was... I had the 400A. Was, I hated that ball. I don't know what it is. I think the only white ball that's been decent so far has been the the Ghost. Yeah, yeah. that's like literally... The, but if yeah. you they look, always suck. If you look at history before that white Ghost came out, what other ball was white? 10 years, 15 years. The 400A probably. Yeah. And, and that see, ball, and it balls. sucked. And see, Storm should have came out years ago when they when they did the whole weather pattern thing. Mm-hmm. They should have came out with a white pearl and called the blizzard for a snow for a spare oh, ball. Yeah. That would be nice. But wow, that's why I'm not in marketing. Well, that's why we should open up our own ball know, business, right? Or the snowstorm. Snowstorm. Keith, you ready for question two, bud? Question two. If it wasn't for bowling, what would you be doing? What he's doing now, probably. Yeah, since he doesn't bowl anymore. Well, well yeah, I. You know, if I wasn't in bowling, period, if you did, I would yeah. probably still be at Home Depot being a store manager. Really? Which Home Depot were you at? You know, I worked for Home Depot for over 20 years. You have something in common with really? someone that we know. Yeah. <laughs> I worked for Home Depot for 20 years, uh, off and on in many different stores. There's 12 stores in San Diego. I think I worked at... 11. 11. Yeah. I've worked at six or seven of them. There was 12. El Cajon had two at one time. Well, that's true. That was the between the transition. That was on the uh, to the, on the remodel. And yep. the Broadway one was not open yeah. until after we were done moving. So I was I was working, and then I would quit and do the pro shop gig, and then the pro shop gig went away, and then I went back to Home Depot, and then I did some other construction, and then I went back to Home Depot, mm-hmm. and then I worked for the county, and then here I am. Nice. Yeah, I would I would be a store manager by now. I got kind of railroaded mm-hmm. when I was younger. Yeah. By a. a a store manager, and it just that went, sucks. It went really, really sideways, and I didn't just didn't have the fire, I guess. Mm-hmm. Who was that? Uh, Fuck that guy. Fuck that uh, guy, man. Well, he eventually got fired for uh, sexual harassment. Oh, and, hey, there you go. Huh? Yeah. Piece of shit. Sivo Isabongi. Well, at Sivo got fired. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know. That. He was. He ended up uh, leaving Home I didn't Depot. Didn't know anything about that. He ended up leaving a Home Depot. You know, he lived up in Fallbrook, right? He had a dry cleaning business. He ended up at a Walmart as a store manager and got wow. fired. Yeah. Damn. Hey, I thought I would know this because I was lost prevention investigator for Home Depot for 21 years. Oh, were you? Yeah. So, who was uh, who was your supervisor? I Kalila. Kalila. Scott. Yeah. And I don't think she's with the company anymore. She is. She's a Northern California district. So she 
loss prevention. This is totally sidebar stuff. Uh, absolutely. She, hey, she, open think, forum, baby. I think she went up to NoCal because really? she was in relations with somebody else. Yeah, she was in relations with a store assistant, assistant manager, manager at Marketplace Home Depot. Yes. And uh, Tracy. Dragging out the Home Depot. Yes. Relations. <laughs> yes, I knew Tracy. I know Tracy. She was my time. ASM at Eastlake. Yeah. Um, and I worked at her store twice, actually, because she transferred from one store to another. Is Tracy still around? I believe so. She was at Marketplace when I left Home Depot. Yeah. Um, I've been on your block a couple times. You've been with how long? I was with them for 21 years. Yeah, so about the same time period. Yeah. So we probably know all the same people. That's oh, how yeah. small that yeah. Home Depot world is. It's, That's pretty funny. It's crazy because yeah. the stuff that happens in those little orange boxes will blow your top. Oh, I oh, bet. Yeah. Blow your top. Oh, Definitely. I bet. <laughs> Especially you and LPS. Yes. Oh. He's told me some of the stories. Yeah, it's crazy. It gets nuts, dude. I don't. Sometimes people that. are just like free reign. Like I'm a yeah. store manager, and this was gonna happen, and they do it, and then. Mm, like that's not good. Oh, it's crazy. All right. That's for a different show, though. That's for a different show. A different show. Exactly. Uh, question number three, my friend. Yes. Who was the biggest influence on your bowling career? Uh, there was two guys, um, especially for the pro shop gig. You know, number one is Jim Pettyjohn mm-hmm. over at CNR um, many, many, many years ago. NTC, I should say, not yeah. CNR. NTC. And then the other guy, I don't know if you guys know who the original guy over at 32nd Street was. Mm-mm. Any ideas? I don't. Tom Franklin. I've heard the name. Tom Franklin. I've heard the name. So when my parents would switch commissaries on me, mm-hmm. <laughs> I would go to the one at 32nd Street, and I would hang out with Tom Franklin. And he taught me quite a bit, too. Yeah. Um, if you talk to a lot of the old school guys, they would know Jim Petty John, because he would hang out at Plaza Bowl. Plaza? Yep. You know, he was always in the coffee shop. Tom Franklin, he was just an old, you know, mean old man. Yeah, <laughs> and I would just bug him to death every every Saturday, and do his work for him. And he was like, "Yeah, cool, come on by." Nice, but that's uh, cool. I, I learned so much from those two guys. Uh, I'm glad to have them uh, explain stuff to me. That's cool. That's very cool, man. I like that. Keith. Oh, sorry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you get the. <laughs> All right. Starting to see the pattern. <laughs> <laughs> number four what is your greatest accomplishment in the sport the greatest accomplishment in the sport personally or just whatever whatever comes to mind oh man oh well yeah it'd probably be personally personally i mean jeez i don't really have any accomplishments per se i mean well, when they we don't have to be like like a thing you did maybe somebody you helped out you opened up your own pro shop business well you you know you know i've helped many people in the pro shop biz um i've had a lot of customers from mexico um those junior bowlers from there are incredible um i've had uh the kids come up from mexico they're junior national champs in mexico they are gold medalists uh world world team challenges did you have the um the corona boys come up Roto and uh, Roto those and Those guys, those guys on Monday night would hang out in my shop every week. I love Roto, man. Those ben, guys, Ben's a great dude. Those too. guys are so cool. They are. They are. And they're, God, they're good. They damn are bowlers. damn good bowlers. Holy cow! Roto was my dad's double partner for state for years. For years. 
He called him T.O. Louis. Really? Oh, yeah. Those guys are so cool. Yeah. So And cool. great guys. Great dudes. You know, um, so as far as accomplishment, I know I, I've helped many, many of the junior kids uh, love coming to the shop because they just like hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, there's a bowler out there right now uh, who started with me. Uh, Avery. Avery Demogan. Oh, yeah. Demogan. She is so She's good. good. She's you know, so there's good. so many good junior bowlers out here. I don't know if you've seen one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Caitlin. Why do I Caitlin know that too? name? Uh, because she's bowled everything and uh, placed or either won everything. Okay. She, she, even she kills, bowls on Saturday mornings at Parkway. She even kills the, the women. Yeah. She's good. Dude, so she finished Caitlin. second at a, at the Diesel's five-gamer last uh-huh. Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> How old is wow. she? Uh, thir- 14? 14. 14. She have black hair? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mark Baker give her a lesson? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. She's the lesson before me when I go. To yeah. <laughs> yes. That yes. girl can throw the ball. She can. Yeah. She's and, damn good. She's and solid, Caitlin... Yeah. Uh, Caitlin Abagania. Yeah. Those kids are awesome, man. I, t- I just love watching them bowl. Elias throws it damn good, too. Elias Hollering. Yeah. He throws it really good, too. I used to bowl with his dad yep. on uh, Monday nights. Mm-hmm. Was it Monday nights? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, there's so many good bowlers out there. And then I could say, I can honestly say I'm proud of them because I they started with me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, granted, remember, push up guys are, yes. you know, yes. they're rotating. I'm glad I, I had just a little piece mm-hmm. of that. That's great. You know, it makes me happy that they're doing so good. That's good. And, and man, I can't be any happier. That's me. good. Keith isn't really focused, so I'm just going to answer. The, or oh, I'm focused. No, he's he's um, doing his draft right no, now. No, I'm oh. watching the auto draft. Oh, my God. See, he's not focused. I told you. He's, his heart's not in it lately. Oh, uh, number, <laughs> question number five. Might be looking for a replacement. What? <laughs> if we were doing two a month, then I'd be even more focused. Well, we'll be doing it in two weeks at Nationals. Ooh. Spoiler. Uh, what was your worst performance in a tournament? Oh, shoot. There's been many. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about tournaments. <laughs> no, you, you know, I used to bowl uh, TNBA stuff okay. with the Renegades and stuff. And I swear to goodness, man, every time I go to a, any one of those tournaments, and this was probably like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. Stacy Watson, uh, Anthony Spikes, Cassandra Cannon. Anthony Spikes. They would vouch for me and saying I really sucked. Each event, I would go in there with like my 185 average. And I would I would shoot like 120. Oh no. 130. I think one time I even shot like 10. Oh. On on a. Eh. Oh it's, no. It's so embarrassing because you know the TNBA guys they're pretty heartless. They are. They really are. <laughs> they kill you. Same thing. Remember the rebels too. They kill you. They, Anything yeah. under 150 is demoralizing for yourself. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I shot 127 two weeks in a row. Yeah. Like two weeks ago, and I wanted to kill myself right <laughs> no, I was it's demoralizing because he asked me if i subbed anywhere you know three four weeks ago i subbed over at uh, bolero yeah i shot well 120 one one what 120 180 fucking 240 bagger, bagger. you know i, I am went a whole i went a whole <laughs> night without a double once and i was pretty demoralized after that what's a double <laughs> yeah, Tom was in the deep in the anchor pool. Oh, it's, yeah, oh, I was it's drowning. Bad. You know, sandbagger. I may claim that because I am Filipino. Yes. Okay, that is what. Speaking, Are Filipinos speaking, known for sandbagging? So I had a story for you guys. Altering averages. Side note. Wow. Side note. Okay. He's calling out his own people here. <laughs> well, here's here's Tell one me of if them. I'm lying. Here's one of them. Here's one of them. 
Well, I'm not saying your people, but whatever. So guys and gals, Keith and I are working last week, okay? The cap for the men was 185. The cap for the women was 175. Him and I are doing the verification of averages. So they come up to the table, blah, 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 blah. So it was your most current league sheet was the average you were going to come in. If it wasn't that, it would have been the last year's book, okay? This dude comes up to me. Hey, I'm here to bowl uh, the tournament. Okay, cool. You know, what league did you bowl in? What night, Miramesa? Miramesa, this league, this league. Sir, you're at a 196. That's for, that's over. Yes. I go, for 30 games. And he looks at me all shocked, like, oh, really? And I go, come on, dude. <laughs> One, you bowled this league last Monday. You have 30 games. Your high series for those 30 games is 716 with a high game of 268. And I felt like saying... You ain't going to pull one over me and this guy here. Maybe those folks over there, but not me. And he goes, so you're saying I can't bowl? <laughs> no, sir. You cannot bowl. You are 11 pins over our cap. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. His wife comes up. <laughs> oh, hello. I'd like to bowl the tournament. All right, cool, man. What's your name? Bowl, same thing. Now, this is more realistic, okay? She came, she comes in at 177. I go, ma'am, I'm, I'm sorry. You're two pins over the cap, blah, blah, blah. She goes, so you're saying I really can't bowl? No, I'm sorry. You really can't bowl. <laughs> but the dude with the 196, okay? I could imagine if you're like hovering like 184, 186, I'm like, you don't know. But you know damn well. Yeah. It, <laughs> Averaging yeah, 196 coming this tournament. And I felt so bad for this dude. He averages... <clears throat> He came in averaging 188. I had to turn him away. And he goes, oh, maybe I should have shot 680 the last week. And I'm like, and, and I look at Keith, too, and I go, if you know you're bowling these tournaments, I'm not. Yeah. And you're hovering around that number. I'm not telling you to bag, but you know what you need to do to stay under that number so you can bowl. Exactly. You know what I mean? <sighs> So it was the 196 guy, I look at Keith and he goes, what's wrong? And I point the number. He kind of looked up. I'm like, really, dude? <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he just kind of like walked off like, oh, okay. I can't bowl. You are right. You can't bowl. Sorry, sir. No dogs allowed. Exactly. So yeah, we. Had, I turned away three people myself. I think you turned away two. two. Oh, man. One was because the dude just didn't flat out have a book. He was like non-existent. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And uh, Don Way told me he turned down two people. So I was like, come on, folks. And I literally had turned down a guy for one point over 185. Yeah. 186. Yeah, I mean, that's oh. it is what it is. He wasn't happy. Though. Tom knows me about rules. Right, Tom? When they benefit you. No, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. You just can't help it, though. You know, it's just the number a says dude, the number. A dude, a dude on our front nightly. Okay. You, he's throwing it. He's throwing it two finger. Well, you have a thumb hole. Sorry, bro. You can't use that. You can't do that. You have to put your thumb yeah, in. Yeah, it's got to be occupied. He's like, oh, really? And I go, okay, I, I don't mean to be a dick, but I'm going to pull the power, cor power card and say, hey, you know, I'm on the board of directors for no, USB-C. You, you know, if I don't, you know, if I don't let you make you follow rules, it makes me look bad, makes the board look bad, blah, 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 blah. He's like, was oh. he kicking your ass? No, he's at like 160. <laughs> 
But he's higher than that. He's 160, like three. Anyways, but he shot over his average every single game, and I go, dude, you actually look better throwing it that way than yeah. you do two two finger. He goes, well, I had surgery on my wrist a couple of years ago, so I can't do that. I felt well. Sorry, you know, can't use it. All right. I, I don't know if he knows you can plug the thumb hole. I told him that. Oh, but I don't think he wants he to. Oh, so I don't. Well, maybe know. he doesn't have the money. Well, the difference maybe. between want and need to are two different. Exactly. Things. Exactly. I'm looking forward to this question. This is my favorite question I think in the whole series of questions he asked. Should I get ready? Yeah. Okay. Be prepared. I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. You sure? Deep breath. Exhale. Ready. Are you ready? Okay. Question number six. If you could change one thing about bowling, what would it be? That's the look we get also <laughs> every time he asks this question. Man, Deep I, thought. I wish I had a precursor on that. With one. Junior Depositor. If there was something I could change about bowling, I would get rid of the league fee stuff. That way it's open to everybody. Like what? Well, you know how you had to pay... Uh, the ABC card? Yes. I would do away with that so that everybody can bowl. Because you know what I hear from a lot of the people is it keeps going up and they don't want to keep 21 bucks. It went up for the first time. And I'm in like, like how 21 many? bucks? <laughs> well, no, it's like 30. It, now. It's 25 now. Okay, 25 bucks. But I got some I, bad news for I you. I got some bad news for you coming <laughs> soon. Well, obviously, I don't bowl. Yes. <laughs> How long was it at twenty though? It was it, it was, was at while. twenty bucks forever for a long time forever. But it hasn't been yeah. at twenty five for that long. It's been twenty five for two years, and it's going up again. I cannot confirm it or just, deny it that. Just confirm. I cannot confirm or deny that. <laughs> I, I could tell you from talking to people in the bowling center that they don't want to pay that ABC card fee. <coughs> so what what's happening is. Since they don't want to pay, they don't bowl. Yeah. So but they, then they would have to do away with awards for people that want it. Right. But at the same time, you have, you have to kind of pick your poison. Either the bowler count goes down, right, by make by you making them pay the for the ABC card, or the bowler count will go up because people will be more encouraged to go bowl and join leagues, and then you'll increase your bowler count, but then you don't make any money from it. Here, here, here's my thing so it's too. Like, uh... Here, here's my thing too. You pay that one. You pay it one time for the season. Yes. Okay. That's basically one night of your league fees. If you want it to is. take a look at it like that, it's okay. like paying a sweeper. Yeah, paying yeah. a sweeper. Yeah, but it used to be good for the summer. True. It's not anymore. It's not Dude, anymore. That's annoying. That I that, wish, that can be. I annoying. wish they would go back to that. Wait a minute. What's good? Not good for the summer. It used to be you have to, to pay ten bucks if you weren't bowling. If you weren't bowling the winter, yes. But what? if you buy get your card for the winter league in September, it does still count for the summer. It counts for the summer until next September. Sure? Yes. yes. So why do yes. we have to buy the card in the summer? You don't. Because Holy we weren't cow. bowling yeah, fall. Yeah, we weren't bowling. We didn't bowl fall. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's still good for new the every day. So it's still good for the winter. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. good. To know. But here's the thing too with the awards. Mm. You, you mentioned that people don't want to pay that, so they won't bowl, and how they're to get the wards. Yeah. If you're not a 300, if you don't think you're going to shoot 300 or 800, what's really the point of you wanting to bowl? You want to collect patches? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. And you so, can just buy your awards. You can, but it's like someone who's averaging 150, <laughs> 160. Are you really going to be 
that upset and passionate that you're like, I want my damn 75 pins over average. You know, when I first started slash bowling, coaster, I averaged 150 and it was just, I used a house ball and we bowled with friends. Yes. And every time I got one of those magnets that they used to do, I was like stoked. Yeah, but and my I whole thing is, to if you should see Tom's refrigerator, if yeah, you're like three on there, if you're true, I got three. Of them. <laughs> if you're the true, like when I was like learning, you know, if your true goal is to bowl and just collect as many patches as you can, then you're bowling for the wrong well, reason. I'm sure no one bowls for that reason. I'm saying there's probably people that enjoy getting awards. So that's all I'm saying. They said we gave out five hundred. Wait, for we gave what? over five thousand different patches in the past year so that's a lot and he said at 39 cents a patch it came out to be like 2800 bucks or something like that so i mean we're giving out awards mm-hmm. and we gave out what, yeah, 2800 bucks compared to how much does the league fee i don't know i think i'm 24 sour apples see junior's right. point here no but, but like then you don't we... need them like you're right like, yeah people don't need patches. Yeah, I bet you most people throw them away. Yeah, yeah. coasters. You, you, I use them as coasters. You'd, oh, okay. you'd have to ask the general public, if I give you an award, what do you what do you do with it? When if I, it's not a ring, yeah. or a plaque, bracket. or something, what, do you, what do, do you do with it? What do you do with it? I usually leave them in my bag till they fall out. <laughs> I've had a few in my bag for a while. But then. You're going to have those people that bitch and moan. Right. What am I paying? I just wish they'd bring refrigerator magnets back. You're on the board. Can you make that happen? I will, you know, I'll put it in a good I, word. I hated the patches, but I yeah. like the fridge magnets. They used to do pins. The huh? pins used to be tight. Yeah. The they used to do the pins? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you mean? Pins are like pin. You pin. put a pin on. Oh, yeah. Pins are lame, too. That's old people. Well, like fuck pins. you, Tom. You like them. <laughs> bring the fridge magnets back. Okay, I'll talk. I'll, I'll try. Leisure time pins. Leisure time pins. <laughs> Yeah, those those I'll magnets those are, are cool. so cool. But like like I said, at the same time, I got yeah. one last year. I don't yeah. know what I did with we'll it. We'll all be dressed. The you same. cared about it so much, you lost it. <laughs> I think it's with my House Hacks podcast <laughs> sticker, <laughs> which hey, I don't know where that is. Hey, either. God, man! I meant to bring it home. I was going to put, put it in my car. I put heart and soul and thought into that. Heart and soul and thought. You yeah. called your lady that did the design and said, "Hey, can you send this over no, to a sticker printer?" No, I, I, I made the I made it myself and went to the company I do. Oh, and blah, Steve, blah, blah. we love you. I love you too. Uh, dip new merch coming soon. Dip new merch. Dip new merch. Drip. Uh, you mean? I, I want like releasing some drip. No. <laughs> so I want to talk to you guys about it first before I pull the trigger on it. Um, but Junior got a sticker because he was on the podcast. I do have a sticker. Um, and also, if you guys want a sticker, there's maybe 30 left. I thought I you were going to give them to all the guests or something. I'm going to give them to all the guests first, and then I'm going to bring some to Nationals. Well, there's like um, 30 episodes. I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't have a guest for every single episode. Good, good 25 of them probably, right? Well, I don't know. I still have some people to give to. You're right. Um, this first batch is free on us. The next batch, I might have to charge a couple bucks per thing, like two bucks, which I don't think will be that bad um, for what I want to do. So, But if you want a sticker, hit me up, text me, Facebook, email me at househackspodcast at gmail.com. When's the last time someone emailed that? Uh, I think we should get an email that we should change our email because I never check it. Do you? I check it every now and then. Oh, okay. And it's just like, at least you were checking. it's just like podcast emails. Really? Yeah. The only significant email that I got was from Matt from USBC nationals last year. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, but yeah, I need to email him again so we can do another episode. 
Fun times. Uh, question number seven. I do like your answer to that, by the way. Duh. Yeah, I agree with cars. that. Get rid of that shit. Uh, question seven. What is your favorite <laughs> alcoholic drink while bowling? Well, when I used to bowl, I, I was a uh, beer drinker. Yeah. Um, if it had beer on the label, I drink it. <laughs> beer on the label. I if it was beer. on the label, it's just beer. No, no, it's no brand loyalty. Not, no brand loyalty. You know, um, Filipino beers. No, man, I was a MGD guy. For MGD, a long okay. Time. Oh man, yeah. and that's like that's super old school. Rough. My dad loved MGD. My back dad then used to. I think the first beer yeah, I ever had was MGD like an MGD when I was like three or four, just to yeah. sip off my dad's beer. <laughs> that so stuff now, is rough. so now it's just uh, Coors Light. Yeah, I do Coors Light. Oh, so beer water. Yeah. Oh, okay. Got well, it. Yeah. Coming from the guy that when he drinks, it's like a wild cherry watermelon shot. Dude, it's a cherry shit. limeade shot yeah. that this, this dude got me into. Yeah. Oh. It's, a, it's a hangover shot. It's pure sugar. It's good. I haven't had one in a while, though. Uh, Langford got you into the cherry limeade on me. No. You know what? I think dude, we had a bunch right. of those at the no tap, and I was so hungover. And he was, dude, he was blitzed. And Langford was wearing a skirt when he got it for you. I remember. And he wore he had an umbrella in his drink too. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Fruity pebbles on this show. Well, that, you know when I start right, bowling Mike, again, we brought you up in the episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, when I start bowling again, I will take up beer again. Dude, I like it. I'm sure. I like it. I think that's well, one hey, of the reasons hey, why I quit. Hey, Warriors. Wednesday nights in the I fall. Did, I stopped drinking. Period. Oh. <laughs> I stopped drinking. Because I, really? I really, uh, when I was younger, uh, I was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, Twenty-one to thirty-five, I was drinking four or five times a week. Oh. Really? At the yeah. golf course. When I was in my twenties, I was doing that too. It's yeah. rough. It's hard. You can't keep that pace up. Yeah. yeah. My liver and my kidneys just. It's not, good. it's not good for you. We know a couple of guys. We know a couple of guys like that. Kicking around. <laughs> I think he has a sixteenth of a liver left. Oh my goodness! Matter of fact, I think their whole team shared like a quarter of a liver. <laughs> I think I know who this is. Yeah. <laughs> it's all interchangeable. But now that I'm gonna get back into it, because you guys are really pushing me towards it, I hey. just might have to get the back. Podcast in. just makes like people it. want to bowl. I man. know. I know. You're gonna listen to all the old episodes now. Well, I spend enough time in a bowling center not bowling. I figure maybe I should. Might as well. Yeah. Be there anyway. Hey, Warriors. Wednesday nights. That we'll that would be the one. We'll yeah. put um, you on the sub list. Wednesday. Wednesday got moved to Wednesdays. Shut the front door. No, yeah. it got Tuesday moved to Wednesdays. Tuesday was full at Parkway. We yeah. had to concede something, right? Yeah. And Kearney, the parking lot just won't work. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Wednesday is shadow at 6.15. <laughs> we already have 17 teams confirmed right now. Monday's still football, right? Monday's still football, yes. I have people asking me about that league. You too. should bowl that league. And I told great them, league. I told them, man, you if you bowl that one, you will not regret it. There are so many good bowlers in there. And you That's want... probably the best yeah. league in San Diego right now. I like and that it's a, a decent lot. money league, too. It's yeah. not bad. Yeah. It's, I think you're raised, right. We raised it to 30 bucks a week. So yeah. Yeah. It's it, a it is one of the best ones in town. For, since mm-hmm. like the since Kearney closed, yeah. there's no Warriors mm-hmm. anymore. So it's yeah. definitely it's probably the best like mixed scratch mm-hmm. league. Not scratch league. Uh, it's the closest thing you'll get to a scratch It's the closest league. thing you'll get to. Scratch yeah. leagues just promote sandbagging. You, you you said yourself. Yes. Yeah. Your, your, it's bre- true. your brethren are good at that. It's true. Yeah. It's Average absolutely management. true. Yeah. It's as, as, fun, as funny as it is and how people will not admit it, it's absolutely true. Yeah. yeah. And people, you can't it, police it. It promotes no. it. Yeah. You no, because you, you there's no way to police it. And if then, someone wants to drop their average, they're going to do it. Yeah. Oh, well. I'm just saying others are better than others. Yes. <laughs> That's all. That's all. All right. <laughs> Question number eight. What's a. his name? Eight. A. 8A. 
Super team for a league championship. Five members, including yourself. It could be old school and new school? It could be old school and new school. As long as these are people you've bowled with. There's a lot of names I know you there's can come up with. There's so many. Damn, as I told you earlier, there's so many damn good bowlers out there. Man. And when, I, when you say bowl with, like without getting technical, like in the same league, like if I were to build a super league yeah. with all these guys, yeah. oh, shoot. You don't have to like them either. You don't have to like them. Oh, <laughs> well, if you don't like him, you wouldn't be on the team, probably. Number one would well, be... Uh, necessarily. Number one would be like Joel you. Reyes. Oh, Reyes rest in peace, Joel. Joel Reyes. Man, that guy could do anything with a bowling ball. <sighs> and his buddy was Gil Bolden. Yep. So I'd put Gil Bolden on there. Uh, Mike Devaney. Mm. Man, he could he could do so many things with a ball as well. Yes. Man. So that's four. I just need one more, right? Yep. If I went old school, it would be Dan Shogun. I knew you were going to pick him. I Man, knew you were going to pick Danny. That guy could Dan he could pick a ball off a ball rack and shoot <clears throat> numbers. Do anything with it. It could anything. be it could be a square ball. And he could throw it and shoot numbers. That's how crazy that was. It, man, I miss that guy. Yeah. I, I would hang out in his shop too sometimes. Yep, town and country. And he had he always had that like scowl look. Oh uh-huh. so um, I never knew Dan. How did he pass away? Heavy smoker. Yeah. Lung cancer. Yeah. yeah. Never met one person that didn't like him. Though. Oh, God. No. If you ever had a chance to bowl at TNC when they had pot games. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Top bowlers in the county would be there. Uh, what, what days of the week? Was Friday? It was Friday nights. Friday nights. And they would bowl like, like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. And it wasn't like, five or, t- and it wasn't like 5 or 10 guys. You're talking and, and like a minimum all, of 30 guys. Yeah, and they'd all go to breakfast afterwards. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I wish they'd bring stuff like that back. Yeah. And I was young back then. There ain't no pot games in San Diego. No. no. But no. others, I, I watch a couple guys on YouTube that they talk about pot games after their leagues. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, man, that pot sounds, games. that'd be so cool. It was fo- so funny. The kids, Three of my kids... Uh, we're bowling, uh, practicing after league, and we were one of the last ones done. They're practicing together. I come walk. I'm like, damn boys, we're gonna do some pot games or what? Let's go. He looked at me like, what? I go, smoke pot? What? what? They don't know. <laughs> they never will because no. I don't think pot games will ever come back. No, no, they won't. No, Not you know, unless we open up our own bowl. You can alley. start them up yourself. You just you gotta can, get you can do it. You just have to have the people to Here's come the out. Thing, yeah. people. The bowling alley closes too early now. They don't stay open yeah. late for stuff like that no more. They used to. Yeah, that's true. Well, I think Parkway's always kind of closed. It's well, it closes anywhere. even earlier now. They close at 11. If you've got a connection, you can always do it. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get the manager to be on. Oh, the dude, if I, if I own my own center, pot game Fridays at 9 o'clock. Right? I mean, come I, out. I mean, I'd be fun. I mean, I could call Brunswick, and they would open it for me. Yeah. They would. They would. Easily. And then, they, you know, they have a new manager over at Mirror, right? Billy DeCaney, right? Assistant manager? Billy Duckett, yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting. We can always talk to him. I think it'd be cool. Hopefully, he changes some stuff and yeah, maybe it'll turn for the better. But dude, it was like minimum but. five bucks a game. And they might change their hours. So how did uh, as a non pot game bowler, how did they work? Did you uh, challenge someone? Everyone threw in five bucks a game. Everyone there. Everyone there. Everyone. Okay. High score took it. The whole thing. The whole That's thing. It. Yep. And it was then just you, winner take all. Winner take all. So and, there wasn't like me against you. No. You were going against was there ever side action. There? Everybody, and, but and there was side action within side action. Yeah. So you had the side, the the rack, actual pots going on. But it's like, hey, you, let's bowl for twenty bucks a game. Gotcha. 
and it was just like that all so night long. A lot long. of like people calling people out they didn't like or something. Um, it wasn't even that. Did you that. bowl on the lanes that you were just bowling on? No, this was like you come right in off the street, and they had like 15, 20 then, lanes. So how did set up. how did the house take payment for those lanes? I <sighs> too far back for me. To me. I think it was they didn't charge anything because every single one of those guys is a drinker, and well, they would spend so much money in the bar anyway. It didn't matter. And back in the day, it was dirt cheap to bowl. It yeah. was, and here's how we did it at El Cajon Bowl when we bowl pot games back in the late '80s. El Cajon Bowl. El Cajon yeah, Bowl, baby. We used to go in there. There would be like 30, 30 guys, even girls would even bowl. Some yeah. Of the women would bowl because I remember Debbie Ayers even bowled that a few times. And um, and she was big time back then. She was like pro back then, mm-hmm. in, you know, in her youth. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Debbie. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, lane dungeon. We would go in there, right. and basically Love they it. would they would charge us the lineage, and everybody would pay ten bucks, five to ten bucks, seven bucks, whatever mm-hmm. it was, and then they would charge the lineage for all the lanes. So you and did have to pay for, for it. The, yes, and then they would take it out of the prize fund. But it was really small back then. But small. there was no prize fund, though, because it was just one regular dude running, who bowled, the, whole running the whole thing. He the just prize fund was one person would get the money, and then you'd have, like, side action. Like you yeah. Said. But the thing is, is they would charge lineage. But it, it's real I cheap back then. It's like a buck yeah, fifty or something like that. Not even that. Yeah. yeah I think back in LTS was like 60 cents a game. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So it was cheap. So it really didn't hurt the prize fund. But I remember seeing it. Now it's forty dollars an hour. Yeah, yeah. It's freaking. And five bucks for shoe rental. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, and five dollars for soda. To be honest, they have to charge that, so it makes sense. But the fact that they have to charge that is sad. Yes. Like things shouldn't be as expensive as they are. But anyway, that's another topic. It is. Uh, (laughs) Question eight B: Super team for a fun league. Five members, including yourself. Oh man, a fun squad. Didn't matter, right? Didn't matter. Um, I'd have to, because one of my best friends is uh, Anthony Spikes. <laughs> um, he's always fun to bully. He gives me a lot of shit, but you know, it's okay because <laughs> I deserve it most of the time. That's how sucky I am. But uh, you know, and I, I want to say. Uh, Stacy Watson, I, you know, actually, I would probably just go with my regular squad that I do for TNBA. Those guys are always so much fun to bowl with. So it'd be Anthony Spikes, Cassandra Cannon, Stacy Watson, myself, and Eric Wade. That's, That's a, a fun team. team because all, Steve's all not on it. And it doesn't matter if I'm ever on the damn team. I'm just surprised Lyle's not on it. Yeah, you know, Lyle is actually uh, one of my. How would I say? He's a project guy for me. <laughs> a project guy? He's, he's a project guy because I've known Lyle for a long time as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe as long as I've known yeah, you. Yeah, I've known Lyle since I was 16. And I want to say this past <sighs> year, year and a half, I watched him bowl and I was like, man, dude, your ball is just rolling like ass. And I said, dude, let me do some stuff. Let me look at how your ball is drilled and laid out. And I'm like, let's let's make it look better. We did that. Two months later, three months later, he throws it better. I mean, if you were to talk to him now, he's probably averaging like 230-something up at Mira. And he's like 220, almost 230 at Admiral Robinson. 
just with some subtle changes, layouts, mm-hmm. and p- even pitches. We only use his two fingers, but even those two fingers, pitches-wise, we have it so he relaxes how – I mean, you could talk to Principato. Oh, yeah. If you talk yeah. to Principato about Lyle, and just ask Lyle direct. Who's it that's helping you out to make you do these things? And he'll he'll tell you. This is what we're doing to the balls. This is how I'm making stuff different for him. He's got honor scores at the Wazoo over the past month. Yeah. Look at his numbers. He's doing good. He's doing really, really well. And I'm just a guy that puts holes in balls. He can throw it good enough. All I did was just change a few things to make it look better. Yeah. He's carrying better. Ball's rolling much better. He's got newer equipment. That's always funny things mm-hmm. because he's got the oldest shit oh my God. In, the, in the history of bowling. I, I always ask him, where the hell is your purple beast, dude? <laughs> Come on, bust that shit out. You know, he, he always talks about his uh, razor. Yes, the blue razor. So he's got two razors. I had to fix one because it was cracking in certain mm-hmm. spots. I had well, to fix that. He just takes that. like eight bowling balls and he doesn't move, right? He just switches balls. He just switches balls. <laughs> so that's why I'm, That's what I've been yeah. working with him as, as well. I'm trying to get him so he just cuts down on what he needs to bring with him. That way he just brings three balls and a sack of shoes. Yeah. You don't need all these eight balls for what? You know? Be a stud. Did you? These balls? Did you? Uh, so you mentioned Stacy Watson. Yes. Did you uh, ever meet her dad, Ernie? I did. Mo was the best dude yeah i love mo i was crushed mo, when stacy called mo, me about mo but mo is super cool mo i've known mo since i was like four or five years old really he bowled the el cajon bowl back then had a five-man scratch el cajon bowl. it was like a nine maybe like an eight fifty eight fifty eight sixty so it was five guys but you always had to find a ringer right and that league took up the whole house. Mm-hmm. So Mo was on one of the teams. And here, you know, I'd see Mo every week and call them Papa Mo. And they, back then, you're able just to walk up and get a donut from the from the snack bar up there. Oh. And so Mo would come back and bring me a donut. I'd sit next to him, talk to him all the time. And, you know, and Dad sees me. Okay, you're, you're with Mo. That's fine. Donuts. Steve's love of donuts started. No, it wasn't even that. No, no, no. It's just, <laughs> Mo was such a great man. He's a great person. I, here, here's here's he what made me person. feel was he a bowler? Horrible. Oh yeah. yes, yeah. He was, he was someone who bowled, but he wasn't a bowler. Oh, okay. Yeah, he just loved the game. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that he passed away recently, mm-hmm. and so I want to say a few months ago I I saw Stacy. I'm like, how's your dad doing? Because she looks like he didn't know. I go, do not tell me he passed away. Yeah. And uh, so I was crushed about that, and uh, such a good dude. I was such heartbroken. Good... Oh, I know. You know, Stacy called me. I was like bawling like a little. Yeah, girl. Mo was. He would yeah. hang out in my shop every Friday night because they had a league down there at uh, Brunswick. Yeah, uh, he would be there every Friday night. Come in the shop, you know, shoot the shit. Oh yeah, five ten minutes. Oh yeah, and that's Mo. We talk sports because he's a big time gambler. Oh yeah, I uh, remember that. Oh man, every Thursday yeah. night he's in Mexico, boy. Yeah. You know, like religiously. Caliente. Yes. Yes. I miss Mo. I miss I re- Mo. Too. I really do miss Mo. I do. And too. You're absolutely right. He was a bowler, but not yeah. a bowler. Yes. You know, I, I did his stuff for many, many years. Yep. Um, made him a better bowler, too, because, man, you know, when he went lighter and he was struggling on heavier stuff. Do you remember like, what ball he threw for years in the mid 80s? Oh, shoot. I can tell you right now. I can't remember because when, when I graduated him from that ball, it was a orange and white Brunswick ball that I drilled for him. I can't remember. He threw that pearl AMF Cobra 
Yeah. Religiously. Ugh. Yeah, that's <laughs> the one. Oh. Yeah, it was too heavy for him at I the know. time. Oh, boys. Days. I know. Boys, so who's up first? Uh, two minutes with Tom or Keith Corner? I'm actually bringing back uh, an old school one. What? Go. Are we going with Tom? I got a, I got a top ten. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh my God, Tom! Top ten. Top ten countdown. I'm actually gonna let you guys pick. I have two <gasps> that you could choose from. Ooh. Whichever one we don't use, we'll use next time. I two like for it. One. Two I for like one. it. So um, we can either do the total tour points for 2021. Okay. Like who had the most points in okay. top ten finishers, or we can do total earnings for twenty twenty one top ten. Guest, shoot. What do you want to do? I'd have to say uh, total points. Points. Okay. okay. So we'll go points. points. And I say, and you're you since you're the guest, you go first. Twenty twenty one. I believe and you don't G- have to. You don't have to guess the actual points. Just the person. I I believe. Yeah. Uh, that would be hard. That would be hard. Get a point per um, per person that you get right. I, I believe uh, Jacob Buttreff would be on there. Yes, he is number four with 17,536. He did really well last year. Uh, I know what you're going to say. Who? Well, I'm not going to say it for you. Tom Dougherty. Okay. I you don't know. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to say that. He's probably two or one, no? Yeah, I think he'd be two or one. He won two uh, titles, including a world championship, mm-hmm. I believe. He is number three. Ooh. Whoa. There's two people above that cat. For money? Keith, no, for do points. you want to play? You never do. What's points? <laughs> no, you can't play. That was the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever heard you say. And every time you say something dumb, I don't think you can say anything dumber, but you just come right over the top of something else. What's points? Player of the year. They have to get points. The whoever gets the most points throughout the year, each tournament gives you a certain amount of points. And who at the, the end of the points? year, whoever has the most points wins Player of the Year. So we have get three. A trophy and they get money. We have three and four. Oh, you stupid ass, Steve. Yeah, I know who you're thinking too. I bet you don't. I bet you I do. <laughs> so you're next. So uh, Keith, do you want to guess? You want to get in this? Uh, just, I don't really, is it just for this year? Twenty twenty one. Last year, because this year's not over. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's the yeah, but the season's not over, so I didn't want to. Okay. So Once the season's over, then we'll have that too. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! It's like pulling teeth, people. Just say someone. You don't even. Never mind. You're done. Belmo. Right. Belmo didn't even bowl last year. Well, I don't All right. Know. You're you're done. You're, you're done. I can guess. What do you mean he didn't bowl last year? I thought he did. No, he was in Australia. He can bowl in Australia. Oh my God! It gets better, folks. You tell me there's no bowling alleys uh, in Australia. Uh, there's no PBA tour uh, events in Australia. Oh, okay. You are. How do you make the fucking computers? You work? know I'm just screwing with you. No, right? I don't think you are. I don't know. All right, so all right, tired. Um, I'm not. I don't have time to sit home and watch bowling all day. Right. Like you guys do. Yeah. But well, I, I, but I, but I don't. I don't. I don't watch, don't. I, I don't watch uh, bowling on TV anymore either. That's how kind of weird I am. Oh, well. As much as I love the game, I don't watch it too often. Interesting. Yeah, weird like that. You know, well, I think you should have went for twenty. I, I love the game, but I just, uh, you know, I don't watch it as much. I, I should have went for what? Okay, okay, that's great. Who's your guess? Gup, uh, the Troop Kid. God, I told you. That was my answer. I told you. He's, he's number, number one. Kyle Troop. He's totally number one. Yeah, he's not doing so good this year. I know he's not. You fucker, Junior. Thank you. 
Because you got the new house. Take really full responsibility for that. But I, I want to say EJ, but I don't think... Uh, I'll go EJ Tackett. Yeah, he's number seven. Okay. So Which we is have, surprising, because he'll make, like, top slot. Yeah. He'll never win. So we have one, three, four, and seven. So are you telling me... Okay, so what about... Uh, what's his name? Are you um, playing? Rash. Did he bowl? Uh, he did. He didn't get in the top ten. Of course he did. <laughs> Why would he? <laughs> He hasn't really been Names like all over TV, he hasn't been yet. he hasn't really <laughs> he hasn't been on TV much in the last few years. All right, your turn, buddy. Um, I'm gonna say uh, Chris Bye. Yep, number two. Wow. Yeah. So we have one, two, three, four, seven. I'm gonna go with Chris Prather. Chris Prather. Prather. Yes, whatever. Number eight. Okay, so now we're missing six, nine, and ten. Six, I nine, think there should be a seven. minus one for not pronouncing his name right. Shut the fuck up. God <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, I think so, Tom. Um, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> don't you know? Don't you know? You know, I swear I'm coming back next week. Dude, right? I'm just going to sit in the garage and wait for, the, the wait for the show to come on. Oh, so we need six, nine, and ten? So the, you need a uh, five. Five, nine, and ten? Five, six. Oh, five, six, nine, nine and, and ten. ten. Five, five six, six, nine, nine ten. And ten. So I think uh, one of them will be. Uh, it's the uh, French guy, Francois Lavoie. Dude, this guy's Dude, he, and he said he doesn't watch bowling. I, I don't yeah, watch he's bowling. Getting every, he hasn't missed one yet. Is he number five? Uh, yes. Okay. So we need six, nine, and ten. I am going to go with Bill O'Neill. Nope. Damn. Oh, he didn't do very well last year, I don't think. I mean, I don't know because I only have the top ten in front well, of me. Well, that's all that matters I is would top ten. I guess that he was top 15 to top 15 yes. to 20. So, he's, you know, he didn't have, like, a great year, but he was on TV a couple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, there was a lot of newer guys this year uh, or last, last year. Last year. A lot of guys that hadn't won a lot, but it's it's pretty. Chris Vi, that was a good one. Who's left is, let's see, we got six. Nine and ten. Which I'm shocked you haven't got six yet, honestly. And then nine's going to be tough, and ten should is a ten is should a tweener. Be, no, he he should be there. Like you should know it, but yeah. a six. I mean, I feel like you should have already guessed it. I want to say uh, that's probably the Simonson guy. Yep. God, Junior. Dude, yeah, he is beating you right he now. He threw a wow, really good. Wow, man. Dude. I don't watch bowling on TV. I, I don't watch bowling on TV. It's how crazy that uh, is. Jesper. Jesper, yes, number 10. Oh, okay. wow. All right, so there's only one left, and Junior's ahead by one. So if he gets it right. And it's a toughie, huh? It's it's a tougher one, yeah. So if he gets it right, he wins. I want to say the last one is probably, you know who did really well last year but didn't make a show is uh, Sean Maldonado. Sean Maldonado is not on the list. Oh. He and did good last year though yeah he did no he won in the summer swing oh, thing oh yeah remember toward the end and he won some stuff i think he this got year. second or third this, this year. year he's yeah. been doing really good this year he won in 2020 not 2021 oh, yeah so close yeah thought i would snap last year off, kyle troop honestly like just ran away with it yeah he he, he, he made kicked, so much money last year he made like four, oh he made a ton of fucking money last 000. year i think belmont's gonna make more this year though he's He's like dominating everything. everything. So it's nine. We're missing number nine. We're missing nine. number nine. Number nine. Uh, you need it just to stay alive. Just a tie. I know it's wrong. Don't say that. Tommy Jones. Nope. Damn. 
All right, whoever gets it wins. I, I almost guarantee it's a storm guy. Let me let me see if I can go through the list. This is probably the toughest one on the list, honestly. It's not, uh, but he's known. I think he's known. Man, storm guy. I can give you a hint. It's is Are it is his last name uh, Carlson? No. Oh. I'll take a hint. Okay. I take a lifeline. Rips the cover off the ball. One hander. Ooh. Man, you got me on that one. Another hint. We'll what go, company? We'll go one more round, and then I'll okay. get another hint. What company? Go ahead. He's a storm guy. Storm guy. Knew it. Storm guy rips the cover off. One hander. How am I drawing a blank? All right, I'll give you one more hint. Same okay. <laughs> what? what? He's cross-eyed. He's cross. I think he's cross-eyed. Every time I look at him, <laughs> he's got like one eye going over here. <laughs> Can I save this seat for next time? I Can I have the same seat when I come back? <laughs> we we. He's uh, cross-eyed. cross-eyed. Oh my god! That's the lifeline you threw us. He's cross-eyed. <laughs> you watch the guy bowl. I'll pull a video up afterwards, and you'll be like, "Oh yeah." I I'm willing to give up defeat Man, just to even, fucking I see this. You know who that is? He's cross-eyed. I guess I could give one more hint. Okay. It's uh, Junior's turn, though. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Go ahead. Okay. He's um, from. He hails from the same country as Bellman. Sam Cooley. Yep. Oh, Sam Cooley. <laughs> the guy who just looks like this? Yeah. Yeah, but dude, I'm telling you, one of his eyes goes like... <laughs> I right. never knew that. <laughs> you I'll, I'll shut up. up. <laughs> I never knew that. The fact that I, I just... I noticed weird shit, so I'll pull up a video of him. I thought Cooley threw motive. No, he's a storm guy. Storm guy. Oh. Yeah, and I he has, like, a 500 rev rate for a one-hander. That's pretty much that's pretty good. the cover off of it, so. Keith, are you getting ready for Keith's corner? Yeah, while he's, uh, <laughs> while you're queuing up his song, I will find a video of Mr. The cross-eyed Cooley. Sam Cooley. All right, folks, I think we are ready for Keith's corner. Final checkpoint. Answer this question. What is the most unattractive male first name in the English language? Keith. <laughs> 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 oh, what do you got, brother? Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna quit bowling. I'm gonna quit bowling. Oh, <laughs> uh, be prepared for some ridiculous shit to come out of his mouth. Right now. <laughs> None of my stuff has been ridiculous in my oh, corner. God. Name one. <laughs> Nothing's ridiculous oh. in my corner. Okay. Oh. Let's talk lane maintenance. <laughs> okay. Junior's dying over Junior's here. Junior's dying <laughs> over oh, here. God. Let's crying. talk maintenance on the bowling stuff in the, okay. in the alleys. Well, let's see. How many issues have we had on this certain bowling alley, which I'm not going to call out because I don't want to make any big deals, but with the pin setters, with the racks sweeping the pins backwards, because it gets stuck on the back of the lane. 
because Why? the adjustment's off. I mean, those machines were made in like the 50s. Yeah, but regardless, that should be fixed before the next day, right? It's uh, basic maintenance. Yeah, it's basic yeah, maintenance. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been an issue. It has been an issue. The same lane, two nights in a row. I believe it happened Monday and it happened Tuesday. Yes, we were not on that pair, but we, we were saw not the... It, wow. Every time we saw the rack sweep the pins forward. Yeah, the, the pins threw up and, you know, basic spit maintenance. out everything. Yeah. And there's been not just on it, it seems like there's at least one or two cracked pins a pair right now. Yeah. And really I heard is. there was an acrylic shortage, so that's why they're not but they are definitely more than one or two cracked. But yeah. my question is how long are we going to are these places going to be using the excuses because of COVID they're not getting the employees? I mean, we're to this point we're at a point now where people want jobs. You know, and, and you, here's the, you can't here's, have two mechanics run the whole bowling alley. Here's the thing I talked to Tim about, too. Um, Parkway upped their age for employment to 18. Before, I want to say it was before COVID? Before COVID. So you have a lot of our junior bowlers who want to work who are 16. So they can't work. So they can't work. Why did they do that? I don't know. I think, I think. Liability with Maybe insurance? a liability? I don't know. But I mean, I, I could tell you two or three kids in my Saturday morning league who would absolutely love to be customer service at Parkway. And they and they are bowlers, so they would know how to treat everyone like a bowler. Yeah, but let's not leave it would be, it would be, I would like to see it go yeah, back to so 16, age 16. I don't, I don't think it's just one place, because I was just talking yeah. to uh, Tim Tolentino today, mm-hmm. and he's over at CNR. He's a hell of a bowler, too. He is a very good bowler. Um, I was just talking to him because he's at CNA over at North Island. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that one of the other bowling centers is having the same issues. Stuff's broken. Stuff is not fixed. It's chewing balls up. Uh, they need upgrades. They need whatever. Mm-hmm. So well, did they lose like mechanics during the whole shutdown? I think that on his part of it is they don't want to spend the money. And I, from what yeah. I heard too, is that they don't want to spend the money on a certified A two Brunswick mechanic. Yeah. yeah, and like how many of those are coming up nowadays? Probably not very many. No. Who who wants to like get into that? That's probably like a dying. Oh yeah. Like a dying thing. Yeah. Right. It's like, a dying breed. Yeah. Like there's not. I mean, the mechanic at Parkway is pretty old, right? Uh, I don't know. No, I've I seen him walking around. He there's barely... two. There, I think there's two that I've seen. The one I yeah. see, he looks like his knees hurt yeah. and stuff. Oh, like he I should mean, be. Walking with a walker, but the other guy's fine. I mean, he's, he's young, but anyways, with that being said, Mike was telling me that when he worked at El Cajon or even anybody worked at Valley, mm-hmm. whenever they had issues with leagues at night or whenever, they would log it down. Yeah, because I was customer service, and when I worked the desk, if there was a sweep, yeah. I would mark it down on the sheet. It gets fixed, and right it gets away. fixed yeah. right away. Sweep, um, blackout. You know, whatever it was. Let me ask you guys this. I mean, if we're talking about mechanics, what happened to the mechanics at Kearney? Why aren't they? One of them's like, at Mira Mesa. Yeah, one of them's at Mira Mesa. I think Dave's at Mira Mesa. And I don't know about the other one or two. I don't know. I'm seeing them around. They're probably... But, yeah, I mean, if you had a certified A2. What are those guys? Brunswick Mechanic. Probably pretty good money. I don't know. I don't know. I would hope so, right? Are they part of a union or no? I don't know. It's... It's just a corporate rate or mm-hmm. whatever, whoever wants to pay you. It's a pretty technical... I feel like you should make pretty good money to do that. And it's not an easy job. It's, and it's probably a pretty dangerous job. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty violent back there. Yeah. It is. 
It is. Yeah, pins flying everywhere. <clears throat> Those machines are pretty gnarly. But I get that. I would like, uh, you know, consistent lane maintenance and upkeep. You know, should be done in uh, every bowling center. And clean the back ends with the machine instead of just leaving them dirty. In a timely manner. You know, I, I think uh, that's what we're missing in a lot of the bowling centers that we have in town is just the basic upkeep of the machines. Yeah. You know, customers. This year I feel like it's their first full year back. They're probably like weren't making money now they are so i've been giving them kind of like leeway this year but i'm hoping next year things will kind of get back to normal but that's what that's what we all hope for yeah put it that way but if it doesn't, if it doesn't then what do you then think they, they need yeah. to address it obviously but well, i mean we've bowled there for a long time it's never been that bad but i did hear no oh, shit a certain bowling alley has made more money than they have in the past <clears throat> yeah I think all businesses are making more money right now. Yeah, yeah. Once you reopened anything, everyone is yeah. like dying to get out. Yeah. So it's Except like, for movies, those things aren't. They're catching money. up. No. They charging more, but they're catching up. We're willing to pay more. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. So. Right. But yeah, that's good. You have any more questions for Mister Junior right here? I'm good, dude. That was a outstanding, outstanding podcast, and I can't thank you enough for coming out, brother. Man, I'm just so glad to be here. You yeah. guys are totally a right <laughs> <laughs> no for real i mean if you ever need like a pro shop guy to talk like technical stuff again i'd love to have you like come on again technical, technical we might give stuff. you like a call in if we have a, a lifeline arguing <laughs> over and we'll just call you and we'll put you on the speakerphone be like junior you're on the I'm, podcast right now just letting you know i would be happy to i would i take any call that's because awesome. you know what um you know everybody's got questions about bowling balls. yeah if steve ever facetimes you around this time on a Sunday, I got you. Yeah, I got you. We'll get the we'll get the the FaceTime mic out. That'd be put funny. It over there. I got you, dude. You just came out for the sticker, didn't you? That's well, pretty much it. I, I didn't want to say that on air, but okay, I got it. Only, it's in my oh, possession. Oh, and I no, want to like, say too, I wasn't like I don't want. Sam Cooley seems like a really nice guy. I wasn't yeah. like making fun of him. Of course not. I just noticed that he's a little cross-eyed, <laughs> and I thought I thought everyone did. So I have nothing against the guy. I don't, I, don't, I don't want. If he ever hears this, I think he's an awesome bowler. You know, I'm not talking shit. I'm just saying. I thought I thought everyone noticed. And it. Tom all. will find his tree. Oh TP'd. my god. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna get punched in the face by Sam Cooley next time when we're at Nationals. If he's oh out there. He comes god. back from shadow practice. You see Cooley just standing behind our pair. Wouldn't that be great? Dude, he's got huge have hands. Him on the podcast. I bet you he yeah, can say, Maybe you should have him on the podcast. And say, oh, yeah, we have somebody here. Would like to meet you. Yeah, I don't want to get. Tom says you are the most cross-eyed motherfucker we've ever seen. And he wants you to look him in the eye. He'd be looking at Tom. Again, <laughs> Sam, I never said that. <laughs> With a straight Sam, face. You're awesome, How dude. do you keep a straight face? You're awesome. It's like Tom, I see you, and I see Steve. Oh shit! <laughs> Jesus Christ! I was trying to apologize. You guys are making it worse. Well, at least you know John Hall doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> That guy disappeared. Is John Hall even alive? Yeah, I say that guy disappeared. I haven't seen him in a, I haven't seen him in a bowling alley. Did yeah. you ever listen to? Have you listened to any uh, numerous uh, podcasts? Or I yeah. have. I have heard a bunch of them on the on the guys that I know. You got to listen to the very first one we had with Tom. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I think it's this called, guy calls out people it's like nobody's called business. Noon really? Impro- <laughs> I think it's called noon improved with a question mark. I, just, yeah. I let little things bother me. <laughs> I, I do listen to the ones that, you know, where I know the guys. I mean, the one that you guys had with uh, John Disco. Diso. Oh, Diso. <laughs> Diso. I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. 
Because John Deso, you know, I've known John for a long time. Deso is. Deso's. He is freaking hilarious. He is. Oh, well, clearly you haven't listened to the one, two, two episodes ago where Tom brought up the <laughs> the Banger Ball. Banger Ball <laughs> Company. Oh, you should listen to that one. Oh, we were Banger dying. Balls. Yes. And then the Prince of Potter one. There is, that there is, That's pretty funny. There is Banger Balls. You have to listen to that podcast yeah. then. Where there was Banger Balls. Yes. And the Prince of Potter one. And the Prince of Potter one. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. See, I, yeah. You got to listen to him. That's all right, guys. Uh, Tom's like, okay, let's, let's get out of here before I get under more water. Tom, we better end this now. All right, I want to thank our guest, Junior Depositor. Thanks for coming out, brother. Oh, you're very welcome, guys. You're very welcome. Uh, for Tom and Keith, I am Steve Matthews. And remember, folks, always keep your balls out of the gutter. Take care, everyone.